Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Big Guns. Just wanted to jump in before today's show to let you know about two different things. One, today we are going to have a guest player jump in in the game. His name is Rock, and he's an old buddy of ours. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, also, I wanted to try something uh, different for this episode, so... Uh, we had a young talent named Lillian do some voiceover for one of Jason's NPCs. Uh, should be interesting. Let us know how you feel. Give us a review. Well, enough of me. Let's get to the show. everyone when last we met you guys were having a little bit of trouble on your journey um, tried to make it a scant hundred miles to a very outlying farm community on a fade town to pick up a critical amount of food and medical supplies uh, for the city of Morrow we were kind of in Broiled in the affairs of this little mud and thatch shanty town, with some of the more pragmatic members of your group just wanting to collect your delivery and get the hell out. And that is where we will begin. So, Justin. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the last thing the Elder said was that everything was fine until this time. So, Magnesium looks at him. Okay, all right. What happened this time? I can only call it a demon. Found us. Two months ago. Killed. A third of our people. Demanded us. To worship it, bring it gifts. It was all we could do to keep it pleased. Enough where we would only eat one of us every few days. What little weapons we had, we lost trying to fight it. What technology we had, it demanded. One of our citizens 
gave his life distracting it when we felt we were about to fade back out. God only knows what happened to him as we left him behind. Oh. So, won't this demon just be there when you go back, or do you go back to a different place every time? Oh, it's the same place. So I hope that your people were kind enough to include some weapons. Although we have only a few more weeks to figure out how to use them. Sounds like perhaps you might want to abandon this little town. It's been our home for generations. Where would we even uh. go? We don't have nearly enough animals to carry us to any place nearby. Aye, that's true. Aye, that's true. Alright, well I'm gonna go check on the truck. Uh, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> this guy's about to try to give me a quest. I can see the fucking question mark or the exclamation point above his head. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> Even you don't want to live in a super rural area for two years? <laughs> exactly. <Farming. laughs> I don't want to be a farmer for two years with a demon breathing down our necks. No thanks. So Tess, you said Masuki just goes in, grabs food, and goes back out. Or that is absolutely correct. I mean, I will stop and scarf it down, but the moment the food is gone, I'm heading back to my safety net because now I have a real fear. Like I was already afraid of being out of the fucking suit, and then I got shot in the suit, and now I know the only thing that saved me was the suit plus Charlie. Yeah, you go in, as everybody else is enjoying their meal a little slowly, uh, you scarf it down. But you all, when you eat, like it's... You've obviously had a wide variety of food in your travels, both good and bad. But something about this food really just... Like, it nourishes your body and your mind. Like, it's this is one of the better meals you've had in your life. As simple as it may be, it's something about it. Where's Charlie? And Charlie, like, uh, it, the food is good, Charlie, but eating it is awkward. Like, you, you find yourself sneezing a little more. Your best mm. guess is there is some faint magic in the, the food itself. <laughs> I pet Charlie. <laughs> I don't know what you did to cleanse my mind earlier, but it also cleansed my palate, and it's greatly appreciated. <laughs> So yeah, Mags, you kind of make it look clear that you don't want to keep hearing this guy's sad sack fucking story. And just eat in silence. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I was just trying to get out of, you know, <laughs> get out of there before. I don't know what to tell the guy. I mean, obviously the smart choice is to abandon this place. You know, you're going to start going, this is our home, that's fine. But it's also about to be your grave, so. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs> you know, and I'm not going to wherever the fuck they go for two years, so I can't help them. Uh go over to Mags and I put my hand on his shoulder and I lean down and say I mean we're here I don't see why we couldn't help out we'll be stuck here for at least two years if we help out it's not just a one and done thing the demon that they're worried about is back on the other side of their fade we wouldn't be able to come back to tomorrow until they come back I mean, there has to be something we can do. Hi. We can check and see if they've got any weapons in this shipment from Marl, and we can uh, show them how to use them if they refuse to abandon their town, but... I have an idea. Oh, uh, yeah. 
What you got, Charlie? Holy ears, Charlie. Well, so I've been doing this thing where I can like change people's minds. Uh, now we're on a ley line. I could probably do like a super powerful version of that. So maybe I could make like a giant corgi protector illusion, and hopefully when it makes contact with the demon, it could convince the demon that it's real, and it could fight the demon. So it it it, it exists independently of you once you've done it. I mean, I've never done it before. I'm just saying. Well, okay. It's worth a shot. You want to send your ghost corgi with them when we leave, that's fine. Okay. Well, you do realize that you would have to maintain that power, which you could amp <laughs> up the duration with a meditation, which, by the way, you don't need a ley line for. Um, it helps, though, right? Yeah, I mean, your powers are automatically a little more buff on a ley line. The downside yeah. of that is, as long as you are maintaining a power, you one, you do not get access to those particular power points ever again until you release the power. And two, if you're oh. maintaining a power, you don't recharge power points at all. Oh, shit. So, Ooh, yeah. and you're looking at at least three weeks before they go back, and then you would have no clue when the illusion actually would contact this demon, per se. It's up yeah. to you. If Charlie wants to, you know, put that kind of power out there and let it sit for a while and never recharge power points for a good, you know, month. You just have to be very I mean, judicious with your psychic abilities. That's kind of the spirit of me, I guess. It's up to you. I'm willing to try it. We're all about to commit to some crazy shit, except for Max, who's going to be like, why the fuck are these guys committing to crazy shit? <laughs> just looking over at Illusion, because I don't think it's targeted, so... No. So, let's go ahead and let's run the numbers. What is the appropriate rate for uh, Ghost Protection Services? The appropriate rate? Alright, yes. We're a mercenary company. We go around giving stuff away for free. People think that these are our favorites. That would be very rude to everyone that's paid for our services, wouldn't it? Maybe we put the mercy that in mercenary. so fucking well played. You're right, right? <laughs> You're right. We don't play favorites. Everyone is evil. Damn, that was so nice. The other thing, um, Will, is it's not like the illusion has its own brain. Like, it, you couldn't it's not a, a summon. You can't just make it go and fight and do things unless you're there to direct the illusion, I don't think. Oh, okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's not... It doesn't have, like, any kind of sentience. It's just... It's whatever Damn. physical image you're making. So okay, without you that there might... to actually, you know, do stuff oh, yeah. to it... That, would that suck. might not be... Right. That's too bad. Unless yeah. we came back in three weeks' time, it would be all for naught, and you'd just be tying up the points. Yeah, I mean, you could give it its little limited program, but then it would just be doing that over and over. <laughs> Fight demons. <laughs> it's not like yeah. It's not like a yeah. It's, that's not like the program. It's more like walk forward five paces, swing fist. Right. right. I'm gonna go check the manifest. Okay. Uh, did Marl send weapons? It did not. Oh uh, no. Uh, Mag's board kind of sees what you're doing. Mr. Flint, sir. I would. Well, I know I said I would journey with you here, but not necessarily back to your place, but I don't think I want to be stuck here either. So if you don't I mind wouldn't me advise anyone along. staying here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you're welcome to ride back with us. Uh, we'll see if I can't uh, get you a job into town with uh, some of the vendors. Uh, some of them 
friends. Well, I don't know if you really call them friends, but whatever. They know my name. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> of course, man with your skills, if you're uh, willing to pick that rifle back up, we could always use you. That is the only thing I've known. I was a piss poor farmer. But uh, I see by the look on your face, it doesn't look like your town provided these folks with any gear. At least not to fight no. off a demon. No. And, uh... Well, you seem handy with a wrench. What about the missiles on that robot? Could you create a launcher? Something well, simple they could point the and shoot? Yeah, they could possibly do that. That's, uh, that's true, Ward. <clears throat> you do have a... Valuable, valuable missile launchers. I could, uh... <laughs> You can, build, into... you can build them to 10,000 credits. <laughs> Personal weapons. Oh, you know these people <laughs> do not have credits. They trade in goods and kind. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Flint, so you also have your uh, blue boyfriend's plasma rifle you don't like very much. Could give it to me. Uh, that would be an insult. It's a family heirloom of, of his. He gave it to me in good faith. <laughs> Just because I can't use it doesn't mean I don't respect the meaning behind it. You know, they keep, like, uh, jewels and, you know, special rocks in the family, too. It's like a promise. Some people do, yeah. Is that what's happening? With, uh, the town, you say? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. The, the blue dwarf man. The blue man. Is what? Well, he gave you a family heirloom, right? Ah, uh, yes. He like, uh, appears to have bonded very closely to me for some reason. <laughs> okay, I don't really understand mating rituals in other mammals all the time. Like, humans and dwarves and elves seem to make it, like, really complicated. Ah, uh, yes. It's far more complicated than you're aware. And I'm not even sure if we're uh, in a mating ritual. It's more like a brotherly thing here. But who knows? I haven't really figured this uh, with any out. More okay. like a perfect stranger's cousin Balky kind of scenario, <laughs> right? Uh, the moment Mag starts looking over the manifest, I'm going to put my hand over said gentleman's hand and look him directly in his eyes without blinking and say, I'm honor-bound to this company. If there's any way we can make it back in three weeks, I'm sure that Mags will find a way. And Can't go and give yourself a Benny. <laughs> Thank God. Listen, we don't... Uh... We don't have to leave right away. So all that matters is that we get the uh, cargo back within a month or so, all in one piece. We could stick around here if it would make the two of you happy and help them shore up their defenses and possibly train them a bit on how to defend themselves. But we can't take the one-way trip with them. So they're on their own if they decide to stay. Okay. Is that, def is that acceptable to everyone? It is. We just can't leave them defenseless. No. Alright, let's get these trailers un uh, unhooked. Tomorrow's gonna be a busy day. Actually, tonight, don't worry about it. Yeah, Everyone right now, it's, remember, it's only like rest. little afternoon. Like it's, and the townsfolk are already unloading the, the trucks. Yeah, we we had a we had a rough trip, yeah. and everybody deserves <laughs> a, a break, you know? So Tomorrow, they don't we'll have get a, busy. They don't have a single place for you all. Like, there's no inn, as I said, so they've they have beds available. Essentially, they're townsfolk that are giving up their beds and sleeping on the floor, so you can, you and your people can have a bed. But it would be spread yeah. out in the homes in town. 
So unless you want to literally share a bed, you you won't be all in the same building. I mean, you can always bring your sleeping bags on the floor, that kind of stuff, if you want. But I'm not afraid to sleep with Charlie. Yeah. So as the townsfolk, like the any able-bodied citizen is helping unload the stuff, some of it is quite big. Like there's stuff are actually like pre, like fabricated buildings and things like that, made out of slightly more durable materials. Um, a couple of fusion generators that can have power. Like I'll uh, spend points doing telekinesis for him for a little bit. Uh, yeah. As soon as you do it, it freaks out a bunch of people who start running and screaming, but after a couple minutes when they realize it's just you, <laughs> they pull their collective shit and... Sorry! <laughs> Sorry. It's fine, Charlie. You just keep Sorry. being you. They'll catch on. Okay. <laughs> Masuki, you notice that, like, as the townsfolk are going about their day, there is a... From the distance you're at, back, like, you see your uh, Glitter Girl just sitting there. There is a scrawny, like, medium-height kid, maybe in their mid to late teens. From this distance, it's kind of hard to tell if it's a, a, sl- a slender boy or a normal girl. Kind of like a dirty face, short kind of hair down to its chin, and a bandana over most of it. Kind of baggy, loose kind of clothes. You really can't make out gender from this distance. But they are... Within a few feet of the glitter bolt gal, looking up and down, and just kind of walking circles around it. Uh-huh. I walk up to them, and I just kind of uh, stand behind their their circular pattern and uh, cross my arms over my chest and wait to be noticed. Uh, when you get closer, you realize it is a, a young woman. Probably, like I said, 16, 17. You do notice a pretty fresh scar running from, like, the middle of her forehead down the side, just barely missing her arm as it makes its way to her cheek. She has a dirty blonde hair and, like, just really clear, like, blue eyes. Pardon me. She kind of looks over at you kind of defiantly. This yours? It is. Do you have interest in it? I've heard stories. Ah, but you've never seen one up close? No. Nobody here has. Is it easy to use? With the right skills. She, like, reaches her hand out, just kind of gently, like, puts her hand on, like, the arm that's just, like, laying down. Um. Where are your parents? Give me a notice roll, minus two. No. <laughs> she kind of s- see your jaw clench. She kind of like squints at you, then turns and walks away. Hey, 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 hold on a second. She doesn't listen, just kind of moves into the crowd of people unloading the trucks, and then you lose sight of her. Like she almost vanishes. Fair enough. Shoot her with the gun. <laughs> I know, right? One that boom gun would level half the buildings in this thing just by going off. Then we'd have less town to defend. Thatch mud roofs. (laughs) Well, they're about to get a new town hall. All right, and from here on out, I will spend every day actively trying to find this kid again. All right. So I'm not busy like moving shit for people or other stuff. You are not. None of you are expected to help unload at all. Like you are being treated essentially as honored guests. If you want to just 
drink, you know, homemade lemonade and sit back, smoke some tobacco, whatever you want to do. Like, they, you are not to lift a finger unless it's something you greatly desire to do. They are essentially throwing their entire town behind unloading these things. So even the heavy things, they have enough manpower to move out. That's fair, but the sooner we get them unloaded, the sooner we can train them up. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to train them with because they have no weapons. But <laughs> So what is everybody doing for the rest of the day? Helping unload shit. Okay. And Justin, what is, what is Flint doing? You ever seen that scene where that guy is like sitting at the table eating and everybody else is working really hard <laughs> and like they're running around and he's just lost in his plate of food and his bottle of whiskey? Yep. No, but I, I'm assuming that's what Flint is doing. That's what Flint's doing, yep. <laughs> I figured that I, was I, I done my part. <laughs> and and to, tomorrow, the, tomorrow I'll definitely earn it. But for now, he's going to take his time. Okay. Relax. Charlie, what do you do for the rest of your day? Uh, I'm down to try like a bunch of different magic food. Like That's super interesting to me. It's um, mostly vegetable-based. Like None of the meat seems to be causing you to have a reaction. Looks like anything that can be grown. All the vegetables, okay. I mean, give me a common knowledge check, minus one. It's not going to go well. Oh, it is. Nine. Ooh, nice ace. Double ace on your... That's ridiculous. Fucking right. <laughs> common knowledge. So... Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so what... You've seen various foodstuffs in a couple of farming communities. You've never seen such high quality produce like it all is larger than it should be it is fresh there's not even a single spot like everything would be for like your real world perspective like fruits and vegetables out of a commercial like it is almost like uncanny valley perfect every bite is crisp fruit is juicy and delicious everything like i said is just perfect okay yeah, I think That's where them. they go. They go to the Hidden Valley. We should ask for ranch dressing. Yeah, They do not have ranch dressing. They, You'll have to teach them how to make it. That's because that demon took it all. Probably. He took all the ranch and the buffalo wings. Damn it. <laughs> so yeah, I'll eat until I can barely move, and then I'll go looking to see if I can find any pine boxes. Oh. No, you find no pine boxes. This place is yeah. not aptly named. <laughs> Yeah, so then I'll go ask the Does anybody want to speak? Okay, you're, what are you asking the mayor? Or the He's not uh, a mayor, he's an, an elder. <laughs> His name is Delon. I'm going to ask him where the pine boxes are. Come. I'll show you, young one. He takes you back into his hut, goes into his bedroom, and he you know, slowly lowers himself to his aging knees. It opens up a wooden box, not made of pine pulls out something that is uh, wrapped in like an old kind of like cheesecloth. This was found at this spot by the people that settled this village. An artifact from a time long ago. It's a Nintendo 64, isn't it? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude. Regular Nintendo. Oh, shit. That's a score, bro. Slowly unfolds it. And you see a very small very time-worn piece of paper crinkly and dry for literally hundreds of years worn edges it's yellowed it you see a picture of an attractive man and woman like on a grassy field smiling at whoever took the picture and then it says etu 
Go Ravens. And it says Pine Box, Texas. <laughs> can, can I detect magic on it? <laughs> Do you have that ability? Yeah. Yes. There's no magic uh, on it. It is. And like, Dylan quickly folds it back up, gingerly sits it back in his box. If we had the tools, we would search for more, but we found this when we laid the foundation for the first building. Or, excuse me, for the well. We don't know what it means. We certainly <laughs> have never seen a raven here. It's because they, it says go. They all left, obviously. <laughs> we figured it was a suitable name for the place. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> kind of looks at you a little quizzically. Doesn't know why you're laughing, but <laughs> it's Will laughing. It's not Charlie. Charlie's extremely nonplussed. Uh, Tess, you never see the girl again. Do you ask around about her, or are you? Just I gonna... do. You know, I will ask anybody who will listen. I will describe uh, her to the best yeah, of my ability. Yeah, one of the men unloading the truck kind of stops, wipes his brow from sweat. <sighs> That's Yusha. Poor girl. Why poor girl? Her father was the one who stayed behind. He distracted you. Uh, her mother was one of the first killed. And where she might I no find her? Well, she doesn't exactly have a home. Their farmstead was just on the edge of the Fade. So she stays... I don't know. She might have friends, but I don't know where she hangs her head at night. She's an angry girl. A lot she of rage there. She's Very mad helpful. at most of the villagers for, in her eyes, betraying her father, leaving him to die. Kind of spits in the ground. Can't say as I blame her, but he volunteered. He knew what he was doing. Right, it sounds like he died with honor. You'd think she'd be pleased. She's still without a father. And kind of gets back to work. Definitely. Gonna be looking for this kid. Does everybody take up the townsfolk offer of a, a warm bed to sleep in? Absolutely. Or, okay. Same. The homes you are birthed in, the other people are obsequious and fall over themselves to convince you to take their beds, but they uh, do sleep on the floor. <laughs> but it is a first good night's sleep you've had in a few days. Uh, uh, so the moment I find out where we're sleeping, I go leave a note on my glitter boy or my glitter girl. And I, it just says, if you change your mind about looking inside... Now, this is where you can find me. Masuki would know uh, most people in this world are illiterate. Mm, fair enough. So, you can leave the note, but there's no guarantee that anybody would be able to read it. <laughs> Just draw a little stick figure of a girl. Also, you'd have to probably ask for paper and a writing implement. <sighs> Which there is one piece of paper in this town. They're sacred relic. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's okay. Charlie has a ring it to you. There you go. <laughs> you needed paper? <laughs> no way, dude. I just draw and dirt on the ground. I draw a stick figure girl with like a leaping symbol into a big Lego looking robot. <laughs> Get in. <laughs> I don't have drawing as a skill, people. That's not a real thing for me. <laughs> So, the night flat passes pleasantly. You get a, a very good night's rest after your weary week of travel. You are woken up fairly early, just because the sound of a, the village getting up and, and going about their day. They are clearly an industrious people. Don't waste a lot of daylight. So, there's some people are working to set up the prefabricated buildings as a new kind of town hall. Others are going over the machines and the power. Uh, some of the more technically adept are trying to explain how things might work. And um, others are going about the the farms that are within the Fade and collecting supplies that they owe a grateful, or owe a, a magnanimous nation of Marl. What is everybody doing during their day? The trucks are, at this point, 90% unloaded. Um, so it's now they're just gathering what they owe you. And they should have it in a day or two. I'm going to check out the place where her the kids farm used to be ah uh, so you get directions are you taking the glitter girl armor or are you just uh, yeah <laughs> okay sorry I got shot and tried to die with, with the only thing that saved me was the armor <laughs> and Charlie yeah <laughs> your blood is still inside <laughs> exactly ah uh, so you get some directions um like I said, uh, but you get there and you kind of see where like some farmland goes and it kind of abruptly cuts off and doesn't match the terrain. Right, right. And then, but if their home was not within the fade, it would still be wherever that other land is. Give me That's a notice sweet. roll. Sweet. Minus two, so with your glitter girl sensors, no penalty. But no bonus. Uh, four is enough. Four. <laughs> So you're kind of trudging out there, kind of in the high grass of the field, and your close proximity sensors detect motion. Mm. Honing in on that motion. Where's it at? Uh, to your right. Surprisingly close to you. <laughs> Alright, we're swinging to the right. Uh, you see some movement, and then you catch the sight of, you know, dirty blonde hair, freshly scarred face. I open up the armor. You see her eye twitch just a little bit as she tries to contain her excitement and be the cool standoffish teenager. Oh, yeah. So, you left before you could get inside. You'd let me drive it? I didn't say all that, but you can definitely try it on. You don't even know me. I don't have to know you. kind of nods her head. Excellent. <laughs> I make sure that the suit understands that it's not going to be starting up with this kid in it. I mean, yeah, you could... I Shut imagine there are sequence. safety features that yeah, prevent that's anybody from just... <laughs> you're like, lockdown, and it says something in Japanese. Excellent. And uh, I hop out. She kind of watches. She duplicates the reverse of what your motion pretty pretty well. She Sweet. doesn't stumble like most people would. It is a huh. pretty... Like, she has to pull herself up, because it's 
the you know entrances right. of the torso, and it's a twelve foot tall giant suit of armor. Yeah, I actually like cut my hands to give her a boost. Yeah, she just kind of ignores you, just like jumps up, grabs the arm, pulls herself up. You're guessing there's some pretty lean and wiry muscles under these baggy clothes. Gets in kind of gracefully. She's a little shorter than you, obviously a lot skinnier. And just so she doesn't quite fill out the armor, it's, it's definitely a little more spacious on her. But she clearly is having a hard time masking her sheer excitement as she's looking at all like the heads up displays, reaches out, just kind of gen- genuinely touches like the inner lining. Maggie's gonna be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut to our other group here Charlie and Mags, what you guys doing? Mag is going to uh, disconnect the big Bertha from the trailers while they finish unloading uh, the goods. And he is going to take uh, his crew, the the extras, back to that skull walker. Okay. It's about like 30 minutes away from town. Yeah. And uh, I want to rig it up and drag it back to town. I'll give you a shot. You don't really exactly have like chains and hooks and things, and but you have the pulling power is not a problem. It's actually attaching yeah. it to the Bertha is the issue. So I'll let you try. Uh, it'll be a repair check at minus eight. What about if I instead go make chains out of uh, whatever jury rigged material I can find per the MacGyver edge? Then I will allow it with no roll required other than to activate MacGyver if there is one. Da, da, da. Uh, I don't have the uh, theme song, otherwise I'd play it right now. I don't remember um, I believe it does call for... Oh, I do. Dun, 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 dun. I drank so many shots of those explosions. <laughs> <laughs> That's a... We played the, the MacGyver drinking game back in the uh, apartment days, in the robot house days. Let's see. It is uh yeah, it's a repair roll to to craft my improvised to use MacGyver. Alright, so then roll it. No penalty. See if I can fail. I did not fail. I I just rolled three sixes in a row on my wild die. (laughs) Smashed it. (laughs) And then plus five is a twenty-seven. Damn. Good job. Yeah, so how do you what do you rig up? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to, uh, like, it's pretty beat up and uh, stuff like that, but the the legs are still there, which means it's got gears and servos in there, and so basically I take all the legs, I disconnect them and roll them up over on the top and just kind of tie them to the, the skull itself, and then, really, like, I... Uh, so I'm going to modify this a little bit. It, that is kind of impossible, even with MacGyver. Like, this is a huge vehicle and you do oh, not yeah, have you're right. to be I physically just can't off. do that yeah it's you're right your little you know toolbox is not enough to do any appreciable change to this so what do you rig up to basically serve as chains okay i just well i'm gonna strip wires and stuff like that since it's such a big machine it's gonna have some heavy duty some heavy hot wire in there okay. and i'll just uh you know loop it up all right yeah it takes a while like you definitely spend most of your day doing this but you MacGyver some decent, between that and some heavy-duty rope that you brought from the town, uh, you can manage to pull this thing out of the dirt 
and it's going to be slow because this is heavy. Like, this is a bigger vehicle than the Bertha. Yeah, I understand. That's uh, Otherwise, it wouldn't be any good Yeah, as a fallout shelter. But yeah, you, you got it going. I'm assuming you're bringing it back to the town? Yep. We got dumb kids uh, and their big hearts. They're going to... Yeah, run me ragged. Keep my eyes out. He just grumbles to himself. As he goes to do a good deed for the year or decade or so. <laughs> Ward seems pleased. It's like of the year. Seem to have a soft spot here. It's bumpy. It's bouncing around on the trip back because it doesn't have a hover thing. So it's yeah. it's a hard drive. But by nightfall, you will be back in town dragging a giant spider skull and about halfway through the day people will hear me coming <laughs> <laughs> definitely hear you coming yeah. well in advance they're like oh no the demon found us everybody's cowering Run! in fear when I can move them. <laughs> get out uh charlie what are you up to buddy uh i'm basically going to create a puppet show with illusions um, for the kids, like when they're not working or taking a break. Um, would you allow me to make the illusions tangible if I use deadly illusion? No. Okay. So yeah, uh, in, in that case, like I'll just kind of create like fun little animals that kind of like run around and like I'm trying to make the kids like laugh, laugh and be happy for a little while. Uh, give um, me a persuasion check with a plus four. I'll also do like a really dramatic reenactment of Masuki being super awesome earlier. It's like very anime style. Yes. That is a ten. Yeah. Um, what starts with just a couple of kids eventually drags every child in the village and a few adults that should be working. <laughs> as you do your C three PO explaining the Rebel Alliance to these people. <laughs> to a bunch of Ewoks. Yeah. Each other, don't you? The carbonite. As <laughs> <laughs> oh. your little, like, illusion Masuki comes out. Hair yeah. blowing in the breeze, despite somehow being in a glitter girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, when I'm... Like, I'll, I'll pay for the sound effects, too. And Greater Illusion, uh, the duration lasts minutes, so I can yeah. do that, too. Uh, but, yeah, it's, like, really cartoony sounds. It's, like, really bright, flashy lights and... Yeah, it's not bloody or anything like that. It's just like very cartoon um, type of stuff. So yeah, I'll be kind of telling like stories of the mercenary company too, and that kind of style and overblowing things. Um, Flint's like a very sweet, grumpy character <laughs> um, that kind of scolds people, but has like a heart of gold. Um, <laughs> Sorry. You said so. Flint and gold heart, and all I could think was, what else would his heart be made out of? <laughs> I mean, he's got gold in his heart, for sure. <laughs> right. yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm kind of doing. Okay. Yeah, like I said, the, the townsfolk, the kids love it. The townsfolk are endeared. And you realize that they haven't been reacting poorly to you. They were just on edge, most likely yeah. due to the fact that, you know, a demon has been making their life miserable for a couple of months here. Yeah, so I think the whole thing's just kind of like Charlie's idealized view of what everyone's been up to the whole time. But, yeah. yeah. I right, Tess, we'll cut back to you. So yeah, you let the girl sit in there. She doesn't really ask questions. She just seems kind of overawed at it. 
at what point do you do you either escalate this or ask her to get out? What, what's the next move here for you? <laughs> My next move is to uh, stare up at her and say, uh, Child, what keeps you in this town? What do you mean? This is my home. What else would I do? Right. Well, you seem smart. You're agile. You had no trouble emulating what I was doing. Have you thought about joining a group of people and making a new home? Sorry, man. Yeah, I hear you. Sounds like you're trying to hire people. <laughs> I mean, I'm not against it. I'm just saying, you you bring it home, you feed it. That's how it works. Clean up after it. Touche, salesman. <laughs> if I go with you, can you teach me how to fight? That's exactly what I'm proposing. When do we leave? Excellent. Well, for now, we're going to stay and help the town. But you're with me from here on out. What's your name? Ah, I'm Masuki. But you can call me Master. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm Yusha. Well, Yusha... Welcome to the group. I won't lie. You don't have a name yet. (laughs) I know. I was going to say it and I thought about that. It's hard work and you'll have to put in the effort. But I feel like I feel like you can do this. I feel like you will shine. And Justin, you now have your other minion, your inexperienced one. Yeah, you do. I spend the rest of the day explaining to her how the uh, armor actually works and then when it's time to go to bed. I take her back with me. Everybody give me a notice roll at minus 10. <laughs> right. About that. Oh my God, oh. That's cool. <laughs> at least I don't uh, know what's coming. I'm actually going to spend a Benny just to see if I can crack it. No. Good luck. Okay. I did not. I got a negative five and a negative seven. Uh, I just got a negative four, and I'm just going to yeah. stay with that. So you go about your day. It unfolds exactly as we've kind of talked about. Um, your track, your trailers are about half full. They should be ready by tomorrow night, which I'm assuming that means you will not leave at night. You'll probably go the following morning. Uh, no, I mean... I think we're going to stick around. So let's have a little meeting between the three of you as you kind of meet yeah. together at night. Like you're go, you have a meal to everybody. You know, the townsfolk ask about your adventures. Flint, like you see like a lot of kids are like hanging on your every word. Like one time you kind of say, get the fuck off me. Like everybody kind of laughs. That, that, that's <laughs> weird. Like, he doesn't mean that. <laughs> yes, I do. It's, it's clear somebody has been telling stories, but... <laughs> about your most recent adventures. He's just being gruff and lovable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at some point during the evening, like you're, you're enjoying a good beer that's locally brewed here. And uh, you guys, the three of you kind of pull off into a, a little dark corner, either inside or out, to have a little chat and touch base to see what's the situation. 
according to Elder Dillon, um, the trucks will be loaded by tomorrow evening. And they thank you, but you're welcome to stay as long as you'd like. Mm-hmm. Although it is obviously like if you, the te- you are putting these people out a little bit. Like I mean, they're they have plenty of food. Like that's one thing you've noticed. There's no shortage of food. Whatever crops they grow here, they grow in their other place. They grow a lot. Not to step on your wonderful scene setting there, Jason, but I feel like when I dragged a giant building into town, somebody might have said something at that point. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it, it continually freaked everybody out, especially because it's shaped like a skull. That <laughs> would be the point at which I plan on telling everyone what the why I brought it there. So let's cut back to that. <laughs> Uh, there we'll, we we'll go. say, Tess, you are coming back with the fields with Yusha at that point. Perfect. Charlie, you're, like, finishing up your story, and you hear a rumbling. I imagine you incorporate it to, like, the explosion of the the robot you just recently fought. Hell yeah. And, and you look up, and you see the Bertha in a big black-and-white metallic ball bouncing behind it awkwardly back and forth that looks vaguely skull-like. Hmm. I wonder what he salvaged now. Yeah. So when he drags it up, you know, drops the Bertha out of gear, puts a parking brake on, all the dust settles, he steps out, and you see this giant skull walker behind him. And uh, I look around for that elder guy. Uh, he's quick to kind of push his way through the crowd. Um, Mr. Flint, sir, what is, what is this? Congratulations, sir. And somebody uh, in the background... It's the Skull Rock from the valley! Ah, yes. Our little uh, mercenary company has recently decided to initiate an outreach program. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to help build you some defenses. If you plan on staying in this pine box until it goes where pine boxes always go, we can at least give you a chance. And he looks over at Masuki and Charlie and kind of makes eye contact with them. Nods. Yes, we had seen yeah, go the, Ravens. the Skull Rock recently. Uh, we had sent some people to fish in the river there, not too far from town. Is this some sort of... Make it sound as if this could be a defense of some kind? Aye. And this is just the beginning. And then we fade into montage. But yeah. So my plan is over the next three weeks to uh, turn this into like a shelter, enhance its defenses, strip the weapons off of the robot. There are no weapons. uh, Oh, you mean talk about the the Triax robot? Yeah, off of my robot. That's the part that hurts. (laughs) I said sorry. And set this up as a bunker so that they have at least a fighting chance and I won't feel like I can't look Charlie or Masuki in the eye for the next two months. Heart of gold, I'm telling you. (laughs) And that's it. Midas touch. And in the background, when nobody's looking, I'm going to draw up a contract for whatever pre-rift salvage they find under their town uh, and uh, have them sign over ownership of it to me. Okay. (laughs) While you're working out the contract, um, what is everybody else doing on the next day? So, obviously, you're gonna you're gearing up to start your training montage, but you haven't quite got that yet. So you're working on your contract for free salvage. Uh, you did happen to notice there is some mining equipment. 
like nothing that they could excavate like a huge like refinery and mine but there's definitely enough with like plasma tools where they could start doing some mining if they wanted to but there's not a lot of mountains other than that uh, canyon here and you don't know what it's like where they go but in theory they have access to some mining tools now uh, so you're working on a lucrative fine print contract mm -hmm. I'm sure to them they're like yeah sure of course it's not worth anything to us if we die right. <laughs> and again I don't make it a, I don't like bring it up in front of Masuki or Charlie right. because they probably want me to do it for free and that's just not my personality <laughs> I wouldn't be able to sleep at night <laughs> Speaking of Masuki and Charlie, what are you two doing? Uh, I'm actually going to toss Yusha on my shoulder and go looking for Charlie. You are not strong enough. Oh, you talk about the robot. Okay, I was no. like, before <laughs> strike, she's a teenage girl. Exactly. Yeah, no, I can barely lift her. That's not a real thing. No, she picks you up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, child, earn your weight. Carry me. No. It's funny how I put her on the glitter boy's shoulder. <laughs> You probably find me trying to talk to animals if they have animals, and it's not going well. They definitely have <laughs> some draft animals. Uh, a couple yeah. of cows. There's plenty of chickens. Um, and uh, a couple of mules. <laughs> I set so, Yusha on the ground, and then I <laughs> eject myself from the armor. Charlie! Hey. I, I have someone for you to meet, Charlie. Okay. This cow won't tell me his name. I wouldn't. I would introduce him. It's but... David. Oh my God! No. Why did you say anything? Do you actually have speak languages or some kind of mental power where you can read minds? No. <laughs> you don't know that this cow's name is David, but it is. Sad face. It. Canonically, this cow's name is David. <laughs> <laughs> if it ever comes David back. David tastes delicious. How dare you? David is a milking cow. <laughs> That actually just reminded me that in one of the Rift games I played in my youth, we had a cow who was uh, intelligent, but it regenerated, and so we ate it every day. Oh my god, that's horrifying. Yeah, that is that kind of Holy shit. It oh didn't seem god. as fucked up when I was young. Oh my god. You're a monster, sir. I mean, not if it continues to regenerate and you name it snacks, then it's fine. I mean, god. they had the cows in the restaurant at the end of the universe. They'd come out and ask you, which which part of me would you like to eat, sir? Right? <laughs> That's, that's what inspired that cow. But that's then we were so like, dumb. yeah, if that cow had regeneration, we'd never need another cow. And so <laughs> that cow was born. Fact. Oh my god. Okay, anyway. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Charlie. I'm sure the cow will tell you its name in due time. But in the meantime, this is Yusha. Hi, Yusha. Hello. This is Charlie. She's one of us now, Charlie. Oh, okay. So you're also a big gun. She will be. She kind okay. Of uh, stands up a little straighter, pokes her chest out a little more proudly, but but remains silent. I, I stand up on my two legs, too, and my tongue lolls out. <laughs> you are nowhere near as tall as she is. That is okay. <laughs> <laughs> I pitch oh. early. Thank you. So... Are we going to do combat training or something? We are. 
and I feel like who better to prepare her for duels of the mind than someone who can mess with minds. For the first time, you see her looking a little uncertain. Wait, what? It's too late. Charlie cast puppet. <laughs> yeah, I can I can kill you with my brain. It's okay. He's not here to kill you. He's here to help you understand what it feels like to have someone trying to take over your body. Eventually, oh, you want me to, to take over combat. her body? No! Charlie, hold on. Eventually, oh. when you go into real combat, these will be important things for you. Did you say some Suki? Don't do your worst, Charlie. Do not do your worst, Charlie. She knows not of what she speaks. I of feel how literal caught. you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know Charlie's pretty damn literal. <laughs> I'll the desert so we're combing it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let us not do your worst, sir. Just something gentle to roll her into it. But I mean, she's a tough kid. I'm sure she can take whatever it is you're going to throw at her. Not what you could. Uh, Charlie kind of thinks for a second. What? Oh, that's not a good question. That'd be very, very rude. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to create uh an extremely large uh illusion of my frog friend. Um, I'm going to make it deadly, and it's going to, uh, hit her with his giant tongue. You do realize you could accidentally kill her with this, right? Oh, really? She's an extra. Okay. If you flick the wound, she might die. That's horrifying. Um, yes, it horrifying. it's horrifying to attack human beings, especially children, with your mystical <laughs> psychic powers. Well, it's not my worst. I'm trying to find the middle ground. Okay, uh, I'll just use telekinesis and lift her into the air. There we go. Don't do 12 feet, or 12 inches, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that will kill her also. Yeah, I, I won't drop her. I'll, like, zoom her around a little bit and then set her down. Uh, let's see if she breaks free before you pull her up very high. I think it's a vigor check, right? It is opposed. She has a minus two. Oh, Opposing. well. She aced, so. Holy shit. She got a six with your minus two. Mad respect. Okay. For all your psychic. <laughs> she almost beat you. <laughs> like, you actually feel your concentration waver for a second. as her mm -hmm. will. Like, she, she starts struggling physically and then closes her eyes. And you realize she's kind of throwing her will at it more. Yeah. And you feel it like your grip slip for just a second. And then you... Like, if you imagine it as the one giant hand you have around her, she pries a finger off before you get her back in the grip. Yeah, as I'm as I'm zooming her around. Wow, she has a good brain. Good job, Masuki. I'm glad you approved, Charlie. I like her also. You cut back to yeah, Flint. What is some of the more lucrative bits of this contract? I just, I didn't, I don't know. It's literally just like, because when I find out that they have found a pre-Rifts artifact, I'm just claiming salvage rights for everything below, for the pre-Rifts artifact they find below the town. That's it. Okay. 
could end up being worth nothing, but you know, at least it it will assuage my guilty heart that feels like I have betrayed it. So, Flint, give me a notice roll minus four. Notice minus four. Notice that you uh, didn't write all the ta- the fine print that's on here. I did not notice. I uh, I rolled a five, but at a minus four, that's a one. Nothing out of the order. So the day goes on. What are you doing with the skull? Like, are you? When are you going to explain to the townsfolk about what you're actually going to do with it? I mean, we're gonna. I'm gonna spend like three weeks working on that, assuming we don't die. And whatever this encounter you're building up to, uh, is... <laughs> by that transfer. <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, and oh, no. I'm not I'm trying to, to be this one day at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I, it's not a big deal. We'll go into it. Like, I, I don't know if we'll do it as a dramatic task or whatever. But like I said, I'm gonna pull it into the center of the town, basically, uh, so that they can put the children in there while they do whatever they do, and then have adults and stuff man weapons that I'll mount through little holes and I'll take whatever scrap pieces and it'll take a lot of time because it's just a big thing but since it's a big thing like as far as I can see everybody in this town should be able to fit in there maybe not comfortably but uh, let's take a look because I, I just pulled up the walker itself to see I don't I'm not trying to make it operational I plan on it using typically it typically only can hold about building. eight people yeah, but it's stripped empty, right? Yeah. It is, in reality, bigger than any of their houses. No, it's not quite. It's only a huge vehicle. It's probably about the size of their bigger home. Okay. I thought huge was like 40, 50 feet. Yeah, they have some bigger mud thatch houses here. That's oh, probably okay. like a couple of their bigger houses put together. So it's a big, right. it would be the biggest structure, but it's still like there are over 24 people in this town, so... Well, some of them will have to run then. It's the best I can do for them on short notice. I'm yeah, yeah looking at it, it. Like you could, if you, you'd have to replace some of the wiring, which you use to like your makeshift chains. It yeah. would require one of the fusion generators that they were given dedicated solely uh-huh. to this, because uh, of the whatever nuclear power source has already been scavenged. But that would at least let it, you know, the doors. Unless you want to just jury rig a less secure door. I was going to strip it into basically a dome, a mega damage dome. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, it has to have a way in, and if it has a way in, that's a giant yeah. gap for enemies to come yeah. in. So, Yeah, the, the exterior doors and all that will need power. We'll have to use one of their fusion generators for that. But this building can also function as other things in the future, so it's not like they'll be at a loss. Yeah. And if they don't want to use their materials to stay alive, that's entirely up to them. <laughs> this is not out of the goodness of my heart, for sure. Yeah. Gotcha. Is, so any pushback from them can shut this down with no problem. <laughs> All right. So team team training montage. You come back with a dirty, frustrated, and slightly more scraped up young woman who you spent most of the afternoon knocking over with telekinesis, <laughs> doing everything you can to toughen her up without accidentally killing her. Yeah, I like make her do cartwheels and stuff too. <laughs> so you guys make it back to the the town here. Map we'll use. I, I don't like any. it when you have maps prepared. You don't like when I have maps? What's, what's up with maps? <laughs> oh, that's where battle happens. <laughs> Battles don't happen. Sometimes dancing happens on maps. Let's see if I actually have a skull that I can use. 
Assume that this skull's kind of down here somewhere. In like the opening area. Uh, so it's that kind of like light's just starting to fade. So it's like a nice kind of like almost like a sepia kind of golden tone in the air. As you guys make it back up, you see Flint kind of coming out. You're looking at the uh, the walker, kind of just plan your your the task ahead of you because it's not insignificant. And you're kind of looking over the supply manifesto you had to see what you could repurpose. You do think you probably have stuff where you could maybe rig up either the gun on the uh, the Triax bot, or even if you, one of the missile launchers, or if you want to just make a one-shot like point-and-click missile attempt, like kind of jury rig thing, you could do that without having to scavenge the missile launchers off your stuff. <laughs> and you don't have to uh, give them one missile if you wanted to. Yeah, I bet that would. I wouldn't do any good against a, an actual supernatural creature. I mean, I don't know what their demons actually it's like. It's a medium missile. It, you saw these things drop your glitter curl. Yeah. Notoriously one of the toughest things on the planet. So True, but they fired like a salvo at her, not one. And but, it was well, fired that, that, by somebody trained in the use of them. The first one nearly killed her. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, that's true. They are medium missiles. Like, these are not like... Yeah. <laughs> right. They are not mini missiles. I don't want to give them more than I have to, but I don't know what they're going into. And yeah. I feel like when I do it, and I'm they saying, come it's back a, it's dead an in option. two years. You could, easily, yeah. you could easily rig up a dumb fire, one-shot kind of rocket. Or, I do want to keep uh, as much of the robot intact, so at least I can attempt to rebuild it, even though it won't have, like, uh, even though I'm taking some of its weapons off of it. So anything I can do to minimize the damage to the robot is something I'm grateful for. Let's see. So you're out there. It is a, it is a Tri-X X, X500, right? Yeah. So you're looking over the skull, like kind of just letting the the old uh, idea wagon in your head chug along. As you see Masuki in the Glitter Girl armor, uh, Charlie kind of waddling behind her slowly, and uh, that, that young, dirty little human girl they've been palling around with for the last day and a half come lotting up. Uh... Masuki and Charlie, give me a notice roll at minus six. Justin, give me a notice roll at minus two. Yeah, I'm never going to notice anything. It's cool. Damn. I almost got a success this time. You did. Almost. Almost. So. As you're sitting on the spider, or in front of the spider skull walker, and they're approaching, you notice a um, a rather large bug that you hadn't realized to this point. You've been seeing a lot lately. Just, but always just kind of put it in the back of your mind. Eh, it's just a bug. I'm in a farm town. Bugs are everywhere. One single bug. Yep, rather large, like maybe a good two and a half inches long, half an inch thick. Just kind of flapping wings, kind of buzzing down, and it lands on top of the skull. And it seems like it's just kind of like turning in your direction. Then you see it turn in the other direction towards your allies, which is weird, right? Bugs don't usually yeah. seem to be that inquisitive. And then before all of your eyes, especially you, Flint, because you're close enough to really see it, the bug starts to get bigger and bigger. And its shape starts to change and morph. And Charlie, you have a splitting headache right now. 
okay. as the bug transforms into a 12-foot-tall, disgusting monstrosity with massive antler-like horns and thick tentacles coming out of its many-fanged maw that are snapping and moving in the air. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's see. Well, this is interesting. Uh, anybody who's present can give me an occult roll. Uh, I do not have a cult. it is. Nope. Wow. I got a positive number. <laughs> so did I. I was very excited about it. <laughs> Uh, Charlie, oh, yeah, you aced kind of three. Charlie, you had been walking abreast with Yusha. She was kind of walking slowly to keep up with you. Um, unfortunately, Masuki just can't go that slow in her power armor. Uh, yeah. And all of a sudden, you realize as you take a couple of little stubby steps that she is not right next to you. You glance back at your, over your shoulder and you see the look of abject terror on her face as she stares up into the face of the demon that has been terrorizing her village. And has destroyed her family. It's going down. It's going down for real. <laughs> Dude. I've already Mag, the last thing you see before your heart almost stops is a thick, just dollop of drool pour out of this thing's many fanged mouth, hit the spider skull, and just slowly ooze down, glistening in the fading sunlight. So, Justin. Magnesium just has his hand like on this thing and looks up and sees, well, a disgusting antlered monstrosity. And it's kind of just slowly craning its thick, muscled neck to the left and the right. And when its, like, beady, dark eyes focus on you, it kind of squints a little bit. And then it opens its central mouth. And then you hear the sound kind of come out from it and the tentacles that are, lash like, gnashing at the air around it. And your cybernetic translator is currently trying to translate. So you must be the demon. And then you hear the sound of like sizzling meat, and you notice like all along its neck, orange runes ignite. And, uh,. All of a sudden, it starts speaking in a word you understand. Yes, pitiful creature of flesh, I am the demon. Uh, so, you decided to hit your ride back to our existence, eh? I go where I please. I see you have brought me a new toy, as tribute goes. I find it lacking. And you see it's like talons like claws just kind of scrape, leaving indents and like claw marks in the metal. Oi, and off the merchandise unless you're gonna pay for that. <laughs> Magnesium flint does not work for free. Pay. Pay And it kinda of just stands up to its full height now, like all twelve feet, arms outstretched. Why would I pay for anything? You and your kind owe me tribute. Oh, you know, 
nope, do not remember signing that contract. Uh, we're going to have to go over the details of this agreement before we can have any further discussion. Uh, so, um, what type of tribute? Uh, what are the services in return? Seriously, I mean, this is no way to go about negotiation. First off, let's sit out and have a drink, all right? <laughs> Best thing ever. <laughs> it kind of, like, looks at you and cocks its head like a... Like an animal, like, observing a creature it just doesn't understand. <laughs> and then, give me a persuasion roll, if you would, please. Well, yeah, I definitely have uh, points in that skill. Let me see. Uh, persuasion. Oh, yeah, everybody starts with that skill. That's right. I do have that. Let's hit this. Hope, uh, hope the old roll 20 macro is bringing the heat today. Ooh. It appears to yeah. be. Blowing up that wild die, double A's for a 13. Like, you see its muscles tense, like, all along, like, its legs and its shoulders, as if it's about to pounce. You speak in strange tongue, mortal. But I could use a drink. Bring me ale. Or the blood of infants, whatever is at hand. <laughs> and you see the townsfolk are, like, just all looking at this thing in sheer abject terror. Like, nobody wants to move, like, because they don't want to attract the predators a notice. I just give the nearest Ernest a look. Yeah, for you listeners at home, Jason has decided that all the villagers will look like Ernest P. Worrell from Ernest Scared Stupid. Uh, that is correct. So, <laughs> I just give the nearest Ernest a look and, like, kind of open my eyes real wide, like, quit fucking around, dude. This is not the time to play. Uh, with, with your previous raise and your persuasion roll, I'll say you can communicate that pretty easily. Okay. So as this Ernest moves back into this home to get what possible alcohol you may or may not have, again, everybody else is pretty much locked in fear. Ward is like, you can see his hand, well, Ward is your character now, so he does whatever you want him to do. Uh-huh. Uh, so I would like to attempt to make a battle bowl to give some hand signals behind my back since according to the map I am between the demon and ward right now so I'd like to stick my hand behind my back and hope that ward picks up on some of my hand signals yeah absolutely uh, to let him know to like first off we're missing a couple of the other guys so go get the other guys and like group up take cover yeah that's it simple simple like that group up take cover okay go ahead and give me a battle roll battle roll don't fail me now that's a success five yeah. yeah you've only really known Ward for a couple days but you kind of get that gut feeling that he is the way he carries himself he clearly has some kind of training and so you hope he gets the, the gesture you don't really look back to see if he recognizes it but um, yeah I'm just having to go on faith right yeah, now it's, no matter what front mag is putting up He's standing in front of a 12-foot-tall demon and trying to act like they're equals, and he knows yeah. they are not. Exactly. All right, so our, our other trio of our glitter girl, small corgi boy, and a young teenage girl have spent the afternoon essentially bonding and allowing her to sit in some power armor and have come back to the village to check up and possibly get some dinner. And you hear this booming echo of a voice... And Yusha has a look at her face of just not abject terror, but definitely a hint of fear mixed with a lot of rage. And Tess, I'll say you can see. Charlie, you're kind of right around the corner, so you don't quite have a line of sight. 
Uh, but you see the, the demon, and you see Mag just kind of like hands behind his back, looking as calm as he can. What are you guys, what are, you, what are your initial responses? You see this thing. It's not too hard to j- jump that leaf of logic to determine that this is the demon that has terrorized this little village here in the last few months, and it has somehow came into the area of the Fade and hitched a ride. Right, um, so I immediately... You can't radio Meg. Okay, cool. Yeah, remember, he has an internal cybernetic... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yay! I radio Mags. I, uh, I see that we have a party goer. Should I check their invitation? Well, um, uh, there's a lot of innocence around right now. It, uh, so I'm trying to keep it casual until they can clear the area. Just let me know when to light it up. Sub vocally, that yeah. was all sub vocal. I know. <laughs> I'm aware. You have you have the cybernetic implants to do so. I have not, not faulted the editing there. Uh, oh, but that... hold on a second. I just got a call. Let's, let me uh, let me take this real quick. <laughs> so you didn't get the friends and family plan on your sub vocal communicator, so. <laughs> First of all, it's 12 credits a minute. But oh, shit. Damn. Oh my god. I never call anybody. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that but, uh, Tess, Masuki realizes that Mag makes a very good point. If you were to miss with any of your mega damage weapons, you could cause severe damage to this village. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was never going to fire my weapons anyway, but the whole point is, I work for Max. Yes. If he doesn't say light it up, I'll be anybody. Yeah. And it's up to you to the village. I'm defending them. Yep. And it's up to you to play Yusha, but she would. This is the thing that has terrorized her family and killed her father. So bear oh. that in mind with any decision she wants to make. Yeah, I'm afraid she's gonna try and run into me. Yeah, but she, she, I have no control of her anymore. So it's up to you to make her make those dumb choices. Okay, when she will. Excellent. <laughs> uh, Charlie, what about you, buddy? Like, you know, the whole town has been a, a headache for you. Your scent feels like your nose is clogged. You can't pick up any magic. We'll say you round that corner, and then, yep, there's definitely some magic there. That's not a corgi. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we did kind of establish that Tess asked me to kind of muck around and head so so yeah i i imagine I, i've been in you just head a little bit and maybe i feel a little bit of that emotional feedback um so yeah, i i peek around I'm like oh uh-huh. uh and then i decide to get away from the big gun because i know how loud that thing is uh and i'd like to kind of move around over here i'm assuming you're going around that building <laughs> yes as to not attract this thing's attention so yeah, so i'm I'm trying to just stay out of sight and keep watching it because I've never seen anything like this. It's very strange, no. big, and interesting. So while you're doing that, and Tess is, uh, has Masuki contact Mag, the demon is just kind of like sitting there, tapping its claws against the metal, leaving little hole, like dents in it. You're noticing magnesium, and yeah. it's clearly getting kind of antsy and impatient. Well, where is my drink? And then, like, a townsperson kind of comes out here, like, shaking nervously with, like, two 
of their biggest like kind of flagons they have filled with some kind of frothy liquid. And he's like out the door and just glances at the thing and just stopped, like just paused with fear. Can't even get a proper drink around here. Come on, all of you. And he just like looks around at everybody. We don't want you gawking at us. What use are you anyway? Get out of here. Get out of here. And he takes the drinks. Alright, give me your choice of either intimidation or performance to kind of. Because I'm imagining what you're trying to do, and correct me if I'm wrong, is give an excuse for the townspeople to leave. Yes, you are. So yeah. And I'm going with intimidation because I uh, did not bring my loot. Uh, that makes it uh-huh. funnier to me because at this point I'm now imagining Mags with like big wild crazy eyes saying this shit <laughs> alright come on intimidation we might be rolling a penny on this one hey uh, no it's a success so yeah. assuming there was no negatives on there no uh, so I will put some of them away uh, because you didn't get a raise you didn't get everybody gone but you did enough to get some of these people out of direct harm as you approach this demon with the two flagons of ale alright here you go now we can have a proper discussion alright and now as you hold the flagons out the two tentacles which are rather long that come out the sides of its gaping razor sharp tooth filled mouth snake out and bite into the wood of these tankards rip them out of your hands with more force than you thought it would like they'd have and they pour into his open mouth dribbling beer and spit down his just disgusting body at that point i'm gonna need some fear checks i think yeah i, was, I knew it was coming at some point <laughs> i was like yeah. you're being very generous yeah uh so these are at minus two so we'll go ahead and get everybody so what a fear check is is a spirit roll Okay, I'm gonna re-roll that with a Benny. I got a three. <laughs> I did fine. Actually, <laughs> seventeen. So Tess yeah, with two raises. Tess has two raises. Charlie, there, I believe, you have our our triple ace. Hell yeah! Or I mean, our, our our triple raise. May I have a card, please? You will have a card here in just a second. Yes. Looks like Yusha is good. Mag has a five because I rerolled it with the Benny, so it's plus two. For Elon. But you're minus two, though, for his fear penalty. So oh, yeah, that's right. right. Shit, I forgot about the, the other minus two. I guess Mag is afraid. <laughs> well, you yeah. have more Bennies, let's put the side down. I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, I already spent one, and, like, it's literally the max. Like, I keep rolling threes three threes in a row followed by a one it's like there's two ones on the next roll I got three threes <laughs> and then one one there's two more ones out there <laughs> alright so if you're sticking with what you got looks like everybody else has better than the past theirs the next roll. <laughs> well, that yeah, so, sucks. so go ahead and roll me a d20 and we will be adding two to this roll oh wait no no I no I'm please, good I'm good please don't have a heart attack I forgot <laughs> I'm brave oh so I am good. That's it gives you what, a plus two? Yeah, so it cancels out the minus two, so it's, uh, and then I got plus two from the line, so it's plus four total minus two, so. Yep. Lucky you. No fear yeah. checks necessary. Whew. 
So yeah, you all stand your ground. Charlie, not even concerned at all as you peek your little adorable face around the side of that building and see this thing rip the, the beer out of Mag's hands. It's Mag. just interesting. <laughs> Tess, of course, you're in the most powerful suit of armor designed by man. Why would you be afraid? Right. <laughs> Apparently this young teenage girl is just a, a budding badass in the making because she's not flinched at all. I feel like revenge is a kind of uh, she had a weapon. <laughs> so it mags it pours the the booze down its mouth, throws the 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 tankards casually aside as the tendrils or the tentacles around its mouth just kind of snap out to the left and right. Uh, tanker goes flying and shatters against the wall. That one just kind of digs into the ground as it was thrown with enough force to, you know, punch a hole through an engine block. I see you take them both beers. It's a power move. Standard negotiation tactics. Makes me think you might be afraid. Okay. Well, you're coming on too strong. You're obviously overplaying your hand. <laughs> fear. You accuse me of fear. That's not an accusation. Let's not get so dramatic, alright? What are you, 12? <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, I think at that point we're going to have to roll some initiative. <laughs> I was going to give you another persuasion check and a penalty, but the, that 12-year-old comment, that's going to do it. It might be 12. How do, I mean, how was I supposed to know? I don't know demon anatomy. All right, so let me go ahead and, first of all, throw a token for Rock on the map here. Because, Rock, you are currently zipping along this kind of battered step and you are according to the homing beacon that you're following you are very close can't believe my bla my last words are gonna be what are you 12 <laughs> dude for real <laughs> don't worry i can get there but now we're in rounds and i will deal out initiative cards and tessa i got a five of clubs in your first one so i'm assuming you'd like the redraw you're correct I am it's it's gonna be a ten of hearts all right so for our first round of initiative order, we got Masuki with the Ten of Hearts, Ward with the Nine of Hearts, Mag with the Nine of Clubs, our soon-to-be inbound defense robot with a Seven of Spades, Charlie with a Five of Spades. So yeah, Mag, what are you, 12? And then tentacles start writhing around, and anybody that can see this can sense that this demon is now angry. Masuki sees these tentacles that are clearly about seconds away from springing out to snap at uh, our friend Magnesium here. Also, Tess, uh, something on your suit lights up and you hear. God, not now. I can't even do this right now. <laughs> Was that the missile lock? <laughs> yep. That's pretty sure it follows this lock the last time. So you were able to get there with, without running, correct? Correct. Okay. So you've moved. So how many actions would you like to take this turn? I would like to take two actions. Right. So you'll be at minus two to both of them. What is your first action going to be? I'm going to first use sword. You are just shy of melee rate reach because you have to be adjacent to him. He is. His tentacles are long enough to reach Mag. So what you're saying is I'm going to have to run some more extra miles. 
Or you can shoot him with your shoulder-mounted laser, or... Oh, that's true, I forgot I had a laser. I didn't want to shoot missiles next to the poor guy who, you know, had so much time. Yeah, we can shoot Ah, uh, now remember, your missiles have a blast template, so... I'm gonna target the square behind him. With these dumbfire missiles, because the house rule I said, what you can do is... You can do it targeting a square to get a... For a plus... Or only hitting a difficulty four. Or you can try to hit him, and then he won't be able to evade. So go ahead and, get, and how many missiles are you firing in this one first shot? Uh, I am firing two missiles in this first shot. Okay. So you'll be at minus two for your multi-action penalty, minus two for recoil for using a rate of fire two. And power on shot. Uh, your, you mean your sensor system will give you a plus two? Yeah. Yeah, so you're just minus two your shooting roll. So go ahead and give me two shooting rolls, please. So that is one hit, and then one hit with a raise. Let me go ahead and get his evasion rolls out of the way. Yeah, yeah. You, with those rolls, you definitely hit the, the spot. You hit the square you're aiming for. Good job. <laughs> Alright, let's get some evasion rolls. These will be athletics minus two. So he definitely failed. Or he crit fails the first one. I'll tell you what, I'll say since he crit failed that first one, I'll say both hit. Sweet. Even though he succeeded nice. on the second. So, so that's the first missile for 22. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Remember, you can always spend a Benny to reroll. So let's do the first missile first. AP 8 versus his toughness. He derives 12 of his 30 toughness from armor. <laughs> so that puts it down to a... Um, you take 8 off, that puts him down to a 22. You will shake him on that first missile hit. Thank God. Nice, nice. Sorry, I didn't want to sound enthusiastic. I figured it fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> so with your missiles, his toughness is essentially 22. You hit that by 10, because you had the wild die, because you did get a raise on that second missile hit. Uh, so that would be two wounds. I'm going to spend one of his bennies to attempt to soak. Yeah, he Oof. soaks that <laughs> missile like a bad boy. Yeah. Goddamn. He got an 18. So that first missile hits right where it is, and that concussive force just knocks him on his ass, and he's, like, sliding down the thing. And the next missile, like, almost on top of him explodes, and he just kind of rolls off to the side and comes to, like, on his feet. Betrayer! Attacking me! In my kingdom! I will rip your head off that of that armor and drink your blood, foolish mortal. Meanwhile, the ground is full of a very large-sized crater as two mega damage missiles just exploded. <laughs> that was your first action test. What is your second? <laughs> uh, my second action is actually going to be to move his Okay. Uh, well, you can't remember. Movement's not an action. If you oh, didn't have any right. pace left over, you couldn't do it. That's right. And I need to be better. I, I should get all of your actions up front, technically, before we start resolving. Fair but that's up. But that was on me. Chances that if I give execution falls down. Try to knock his ass prone. I mean, I'm not trying to knock him prone. I'm trying to push him behind. You could always try to support him. I mean, okay, we'll go 
go for that. Cause yeah, I'm really just trying to give him a helping hand to getting the fuck out of this area. Yeah, I mean you could you could do a support action. You could wanted to. You could just I mean if you'd rather I could I'll say. Yeah, yeah, it sounds mostly like a support action to me. So pick a skill to kind of exemplify what you're doing, and it will give Mag a bonus. Or you could just literally push him. Yeah, you could just push him. Okay, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like something that was going to make you prone if I just push you. Uh, it's an opposed strength roll. If successful, you push them one inch. Uh, with a raise, it's two. And you double that distance if the scale is different, which it's not. Yeah, he would have to make an athletics roll minus two if you got a raise or be knocked prone. So, let's just knocked so roll your strength. Mags, go ahead and oppose it. But if I triple ace it, can I, like, be control Nope. <laughs> if you triple ace it, you break his neck. Okay, good. <clears throat> oh, not that I break your neck. Sorry, I rolled a six and a seven on the wall die. That's what I was getting at. And Justin, go ahead and roll Mag's strength. Well, Mag wouldn't, like, do I have to oppose it? Yeah, because it's this way. In this case, it's just overcoming your raw body mass. Okay, she Thank succeeded. Alright, Tess, push him at, at one square in every direction you want. Towards towards the demon, if you'd like. That's your two actions. Yep. So. And I, succe- I succeeded on my athletic check. You did, so you don't go prone. Alright, she shoves you back. Mags, the, your ears are still ringing from the close quarters detonation of micro-missiles. And the demon is not harmed. He is shaken, though. That first shot did... Oh, no, I, I successfully soaked, so he removed yeah, shaken. He's, he is good to go. So, uh, how many actions are you planning on taking, sir? And what will they be? Yeah, I'm going to run to the truck. I'm going to go get equipment because I have no weapon. Uh, I will run and then uh, I can draw two. I can draw an item for free, right? As long as it's easily accessible, you can draw two items for free. Okay, yeah. I'm going to draw my uh, laser pistol and drop suppressive fire on the demon. That's the only action I'll do. But I will be running, so it'll be at a minus two for that. Yes, it will. Uh, let me go ahead and roll my pathetic D4 run die. Stubby dwarven legs can't carry you that far. Alright, so I got uh, a one. Great. A total of eight pace. Uh, and uh, now I will roll shooting at a minus two. And then this will use three rounds of ammunition. Uh, no, no, no dice. I got a twos. I got twos on both dice. So yeah, you just, you run and just, like, without even looking or just spray, spray laser fire. Thankfully, it's not a mega damage weapon and you don't hit anything and light anything on fire. <laughs> Alright, those are your actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll say that where Ward is is the bed of the truck, or the um, the truck That's is essentially right off the map. So he's okay. Good. What is Ward doing? Ward is going to draw his rifle and okay. uh, take a shot at this guy. Uh, is it an action to engage the heavy pulse setting? No. 
Okay, so he's going to turn on Heavy Pulse and shoot at the demon with this weapon. Is that the only action he's going to be taking? That is the only action he's going to be taking. So yell at the other guys. All right. <laughs> We're mission hot, guys. Come on out of the truck. Uh, because it is in Heavy Pulse mode, this is a plus one on the shooting roll. So that is a total of a nine success and a raise. That is a success and a raise. And uh, again, because of heavy pulse, it's also plus three to this damage roll. And it is mega damage, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh. And it is mega damage. So that is 34 plus the bonus damage for the raise is four. 41. Plus three. 41 with AP3, though. AP3 puts his armor down, his toughness down to a 27. So that is, I think. 14 points over toughness. That's three wounds. Actually, it's four. <laughs> no, it's three. It's three. 16 would be four. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely going to spend his other Benny to soak. <laughs> Eat those Bennies. Exactly. Suck it up. And it's still, he, he's going to have to roll three raises to soak it all. So. Yep. Or, no, two raises to soak it all not impossible, but it is possible that a wound still goes through. Uh, so that would only be That's only one, one wound. wound. I will spend one of my bennies, because those were his two wild card bennies, mm-hmm. to re-roll that. Ah, he got two of them that time. I'm not okay. going to... Yep, so he has got a wound. Single wound and I'll shake it. Nice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mag just kind of looks over at Ward now, having seen him in his first combat action. And gives him a nod. Kind of glances at the scars on Ward's arms. Uh, is Ward done? Uh, that is all for Ward. Yeah. Alright. Uh, now he's going to. Well, hold on. If he moves. You said there, he was taking. You can, you can move, but that's about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was just going to move him, but. Uh, I don't think... Yeah, yeah, he's going to move to here so he can try to get cover but still have a clear line of fire by leaning around that corner. Okay. All right, and Rock, it's about to be your first turn, but real quick, Tess, once again, that same light beeps. Mm. I'm braced. Rock, if you can look up on the map, you should be able to see where I placed your character. Why don't you describe what everybody sees as you come rocketing over the horizon? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you see a flying cowboy, you know, <laughs> going a casual, you know, 60 miles per hour, uh, heading directly <laughs> in your direction like a incoming missile. Uh, so in combat rounds, you'll be going at your flight pace, which I'm pretty sure is rather substantial. 24. Yeah, so you can move 24 squares. If You can also run if you need to get extra movement. Um, so let me help me set the scene real quick. As, uh, I wasn't exactly sure. If, is Flint, is, what is Flint doing? He backed away from the demon, pulled out a pistol, and was just kind of like haphazardly squeezing off a few rounds in the demon's general direction. Ultimately yeah. accomplishing nothing. Flint is outright running. not just He didn't just back away. He ran, and is just shooting over his shoulder. I was trying to make you seem more brave than you are. Yeah, he well, ran. He ran. ran. 
This has nothing to do with bravery. Yeah, he's in. It's, he's bravely running to his truck, where his big gun is. Yeah, right. Uh, you see that glitter boy armor poised to attack the demon right next to it. There's still some townspeople running around scared. You saw a human with a rather decent rifle shoot a high concentrated pulse blast, hit the demon square on in the chest, and actually burned it and made it scream in pain. So, yeah. uh, the village itself is mostly like these buildings are like mud and thatch. Like they are not durable at all. <laughs> I'd imagine what you see is just like a a flying flap of, you know, like cloak. You see, a, you know, you, you see what looks like a, a, a cowboy hat in the distance for those that, you know, have, have better vision. Just kind of flapping around. Otherwise, it might just look like a ball of laundry heading in your general direction. <laughs> Uh, and he's gonna come in, come in hot uh, on this. He, he sees Flint firing in the direction of the uh, of the demon, uh, and he's just gonna directly engage. So his actions are gonna be to. Uh, I don't think I have to run. I think I can get there in twenty four. But to yeah, I think so too. To move. Remember, movement's not an action, so that's not as long as you're within your pace. You, that doesn't actually count. So you can take up to three other actions. Is activating his claws an action? No. You can interact to draw those and pop those out Wolverine style. Yeah, so you, for free. Wolverine style, his claws come out. I see him kind of like just flying in head first. And uh, I, I'm just kind of, uh, you know, hell, why not? Why not just make a big entrance and uh, fly in head first? But it was the equivalent of like a charge from, uh, you know, while he's flying, he's coming in with his claws. Okay. How many actions are you actually going to spend to attack? All of them. Uh, so you want to take three attacks? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or three actions to attack, rather? <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's get warmed up with two. Okay. So go ahead and move yourself to where you'd like to be within melee range of the guy. All right, let me just make sure one. So he moves 17, comes in, you know, Superman style with uh, one set of claws out. And he, uh, like I said, he's he's effectively charging with, uh, with some claws out. And then uh, he's going to take two attacks. So, okay. so you'll be, you have a minus two multi-action penalty unless you have something that could negate it. Uh, so assuming you're not like doing a, a wild attack or anything like that. Go ahead and roll your first two fighting dice for action one and a minus two penalty. And these will be against the demon's parry, which is seven. And there, you didn't account for the minus two though, right? Right. So it's actually a six and an eleven. Still uh, so it. the yeah, so the eleven will definitely hit. So go ahead and roll damage on that one, and that actually will hit with a raise. Because uh, he's parries only four. Ooh, nice! Got some aces on that bonus damage. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, thirty-two damage. AP eight, right? Yes. So his toughness is thirty. He has twelve armor. So you drop it down to twenty-two. And we said you did thirty-two. So that's a hit with two raises. I'm gonna have to spend my second of my four bennies that I get to try to soak. As this is you, fantastic. 
Yeah, you come like Superman Wolverine fastball special. Claws going right for its back. Let's see if he can soak some of this damage coming here. My credits. What the hell is that thing? Boom! Sorry. It's not high enough, bro. Go ahead and burn that other Benny. I might. I got two. Well, I have four Bennies because there's four of you today. I mean, that's <laughs> fair, but I'm just saying, every round we've attacked, you've had to burn a Benny. I'm excited yep. about this. I am going to burn another Benny to, to reroll that. Yeah! Looks like just the one, so he takes a second wound. Whoa. And is shaken. All right, yeah. So he comes, he comes flying in. He turns off the jets. He uh, he's just coasting in, claws out, uh, stabs into his back, flips his jets on, causes him to do a, a fast uh, tumble backwards, stopping on a dime right behind him. So that was the first attack. Right? No, it's the first action. Yeah, first so you action. have your second action. Same deal though, because you have improved frenzy. You get two attack rolls at minus two. Scroll it and describe it. Oh, those fighting moves look familiar. I wonder why. So it's a minus two. It's an eight. Oh, I got to roll so, two. Yep. Yeah. Seven. Uh, so the they will both hit because it's tough. His parry is only seven. So roll damage on the first one, please. Nice. Yeah, that, now there's a race, but that's still a 35 versus a 22. Rock, you might have just fucking killed this asshole. Sweet. <laughs> that's 13, so that's three wounds coming in. I gotta spend my last Benny to soak this. Oh, Otherwise, you... you could just die. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. I'll give myself I mean, no Bennies for the actual threat of the session. There's no threat. Uh, so he soaks one, so that would be two wounds. Which I believe, since he's technically not large, I believe you've just incapacitated this thing, Rock. All right, Rock, how do you kill him? <laughs> oh. So the first attack, uh, you know, the first stab went through his back. He flips around, and uh, he's still kind of like slightly hovering, uh, a little bit high, and he just lops his head right off with his claws. Nice. All right, everybody else. A weird <laughs> cowboy robot just came in and eviscerated this demon and cut its fucking head off in front of everybody. Mag walks over to the wall there and pulls that uh, mug out, drinks whatever dregs are left in there, and says, You should have taken my offer. <laughs> Charlie's going to turn to. Is it Yashua? Yusha. 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 It doesn't usually go like this. And I'll kind of start heading over. Yeah, he, uh, he, he hover. He, he's hovering for a moment. Head, you know, falls off the guy. The demon slumps to the ground. He just slowly descends. He retracts his claws, and as he does, it wicks the blood off onto the ground. Yeah. Takes his hat off. It's clearly mechanical. He's shaped. You know, there you can see kind of like faint dwarven features, but it's. His head's all metal, and he, he looks at the at the the glitter boy, or, and he's just like, "Well, hello, little lady." <laughs> <laughs> you can't see Masuki's raised eyebrow, but it is way the fuck up. 
Mag's eyebrows kind of go up too. <laughs> right. About three and Mag's, later. you recognize this thing for the most part. It looks like that robot you've been working on over the last six months. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely you don't remember making it dressed like a cowboy though. <laughs> but and there's definitely a couple of pieces here and there that look like like you don't remember letting it fly. Like you had built a thruster system like that. But uh, the basic frame looks. Pretty much like what should be sitting in your basement. Yeah, I'm just gonna kind of like walk up to it and start walking around it, like inspecting it, going, hey, "This looks very. This looks like my work." But then, uh, what is this? Wait a second. Where did you come from? Atek reaches down to his his uh, leg, a small little compartment. You know, opens, takes a cigar out. It lights <laughs> as he's taking it out. Brings it to his mouth. Takes a long drag. Master Flint, I've been looking for you. Wait a second. Let me see. Let me see your chest right over there under that shirt. Let me see your chest. Atac, uh, you realize that, like, as you're kind of like, whatever, however I imagine you see, which is probably more of like a heads-up display than a normal vision, there is a recorded message from that blue-skinned dwarfish being that helped put you together. <laughs> Which you could play if you choose. Play the shit on speaker. Okay. So yeah, he he uh, takes a long drag on the cigar, blows it out, and then the uh, he plays the message. Here. Hello. Is it working? Yes. Greetings, Magnesium Flint. It is I, your best friend, Barati Vaughn. As I was cleaning up your messy storage space to make room for my things, I found this rather adequate robot that you had left behind. Yet I noticed the AI protocols were quite lacking, so I took the liberty of adding my own heuristic processors. He immediately wanted to watch some of these films that you had also down here collecting dust. I did not see the appeal, but he seemed to quite enjoy them. When he asked about his maker, I only assumed that he meant you, and he was being quite annoying when I was trying to set up my workspace. Wanting to preserve your laboratory the way you had it. But I told him he could find you by tracking my pulse pistol. I hope you are well and return home soon. It has been Barati Vaughn. Bad little brew devil. I want to appraise his work. Can I roll like a repair check? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Masiki walks up and puts her hand on his shoulder. I see you're a friend. You see correctly. <laughs> Yeah, that's a uh, triple raise, my friend. Yeah, the uh, the thrusters are like tiny, like micro, like thrust nozzle no or nozzles, so they're very like discreet. Looks like it's definitely using some kind of alien tech. Like it's not like a, just a jet thruster. Mostly, it looks like the work is what you built into it. Um, like there's no like plasma weaponry or anything like that. So your best guess is it was just all about the the programming. Okay, but I'm just like the skill. Uh, in this case, it was like the, the thrusters look like a good job. Like, you definitely see where you could probably have done better once you were familiar with the tech. Yeah. But I mean, they they're placed appropriately to let a humanoid creature like this fly at rather high speeds. And then the rest would just be like coding. It's not just a bag of money. It's a bag of money with some skill. I'm glad to see you up and running there. Uh, have you decided on a name to call yourself? Well. Master Flint, pretty sure you've already named me. As he pulls back his 
his chest plate. You can see ATAC on his uh, on his front left breast. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, what that was. That was your name. I thought you would like it. Uh, <laughs> yep. ATAC, that's what I named you. <laughs> Rock, you uh, do not need a roll to realize he's kind of full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, I assumed it meant automaton tactical assault kit. Um, that's a really good assumption. Because that's <laughs> what it meant. <laughs> you got it in one. Yes, you did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all the while, Magnesium was thinking, your name is fucking Magnesium Clint because you were supposed to be my second life. That's why you didn't have AI protocol, because you were going to use my brain. And ATEX is some random part, you know, part you you pulled from. It's like I don't a, remember what the full word was. It was just a piece of another machine that I took that part off, and that was all the, the only letters that came with it. Like, I'm going to come across, like, a, you know, like a, a fire hose or something, yeah, and it's going to say ATEX <laughs> on it. Like, huh. Oh, we're gonna be so close. Inadvertently, Varadi Vaughn strikes again. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, can't say uh, that uh, you weren't needed here. I mean, uh, that was some pretty fancy moves. I like it. Uh, I'm glad to see the weapon systems working fully. Yeah. Is there anything more to kill? Uh, no. The earnests all down. take a step back. <laughs> we can stand down now, everyone. It's okay. Uh, this is uh, this is our assault tech. This is our automated tactical assault kid. Uh, <laughs> right on time, as as I planned. Yep. Don't worry. When you call in the big guns, the job gets done. You see the village elder Dellen come like running up. I'm so glad that you were here. Looks like our attempt to keep the demon from joining us in this dimension failed. But at least its threat has finally ended. Is there anything we could do to repay you for this kindness? This was not kindness. We did this out of honor. We told you we would defend you, and we have. I'm sorry, Mags. I got a shit on you a little bit, bud. No, that's fine. I was going to say that when he starts talking about the attempt to keep the demon out, he, Mag just kind of looks over at Yusha, sadly. Oh, yeah, she's... I imagine she's looking pretty angry. <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining she's still punching the demon's body. Well, actually, you probably noticed that it looks like there's slight little burn marks where her knuckles hit the flesh. Atek puts his hat back on. Does it, like, magnetically stick yeah, to your head? Yeah, it's like a metal <laughs> hat. And so it does it... Does it, like, it... It's the only way he can fly with it. Right. Yeah. Uh, puts his hat back on. He's like, you hear it? Is it seals? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was certainly a pleasure meeting everybody here. Speaking of Charlie, what, what are you doing? Tucked behind your little safety corner. Uh, I think I'm gonna start kind of patting over. Can I feel if this new person has a mind? That I can touch. Uh, roll psionics for me. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. He likes to touch everybody from the inside. It's <laughs> uh, a 10. Yeah, no. <laughs> you, you think you could definitely... Anything physical 
but as far as like reading his mind have i come across anybody like that before that's up to you have you think you've come across a a robot or a bot probably there, there might have been one or two like in lone star but whether or yeah. not you actually interacted with them in any real way and if you did they probably weren't full functioning ais yeah I'll just uh, kind of go up beside Yusha. She's smacking this thing. And like I said, she's actually damaging it. Like it's, uh, well, not a lot, but it's leaving marks on the skin. Okay. I'll kind of put t two of my paws on it and I'll start kind of hopping on it. Just trying to like be supportive. <laughs> you just became her support animal. It's <laughs> well, his name. support animal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, as I... If she starts to kind of calm down her tire, it's, like, it's okay, Yusha. We'll destroy all your enemies. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's not ominous at all. Atac <laughs> walks over to Flint. What brings you here, Atac? Well, you do, Master Flint. Well, I see. Since you were active, you just came here to. No. My core directive directs me to protect you in all matters. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I see. Well, oh, your assistance was appreciated. I don't know exactly what else we need you for at the moment, but uh, I'm sure we'll think of something. Thanks for saving our asses from that demon. Now get the fuck out. That's what I heard. <laughs> I don't want to have to pay you. Out. <laughs> I mean, it's weird because, you know, in Magnesium's mind, like, this was never supposed to be a separate entity. So now he's talking to something that he kind of saw as himself for a while. And then also, it's like he didn't create this AI, so he doesn't know what his core directive is. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. For all you know, he could be lying to you. I trust his maker. Yeah. Does anybody volunteer to clean up the demon with their enhanced strength to drag its heavy corpse away? Or are you going to get a bunch of villagers to do it? Nah, <laughs> I'll let uh, Yusha wear herself out and then I'll take it away. Uh, you hear the radio come through to the glitter boy? Uh, we should put that in a truck and cover it up. That demon's body worth a lot of money. The kid probably it. get upset. The kid, don't put the kid in the truck. Yeah, well, the kid will have to ride separate. All right. So after Yusha finally wears herself out, I uh, I turn to Charlie and say, "Hey, uh, could you take her to clean up with me?" I kind of stare at you for a second. Her hands. And then I go like, "Oh, you mean the stuff with like the water yes. that you stand under?" That's the stuff. Yes. Oh, I don't think they have any of that here. Would you find her some water to wash her hands? Like a puddle? That'll work. Okay. Come on, Yusha, let's go find a puddle. So I'm assuming at this point Yusha's probably pretty pliable. She's 30 minutes punching out her emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense to me. And the moment they leave, I pick up our new gift. <laughs> Wrap it up and stick it in the truck. I did have to just check to make sure its slow regeneration is cancelled on its death. Not gonna tell you yes or no, but I'm just gonna say I'm checking it. <laughs> if anybody wants, they can make it a cult roll for me. 
Can I do that by, uh, I imagine, like, we have trouble finding a puddle. I don't think it's rained in a while, so I just, like, start trying to lick the blood off. Oh, gross. I put the steam in it. I was hoping there was no water anywhere. Alright, so that's uh, Charlie, Charlie's tainted by well demon blood. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a seven on my occult with my wild die. Oh, wow. Uh, Charlie, you think it's good and truly dead. Like Okay. I crit failed. It's coming back to life. There's going to be several more during this next time. <laughs> oh, you did crit fail. There should be a cost to that. Atex uh, claws come out. <laughs> I'll take care of this, boss. <laughs> At least you didn't crit fail. That's true. But I was like, man, even my wild eyes, like, go fuck yourself. But then I looked at yours. Atex walks over to the demon. Oh, I didn't crit fail. Never mind. Sorry. I thought I did. Oh, no, yeah, you didn't roll. You didn't roll a one. It's still a fail. Yeah, but yeah. it's not a crit fail. How small the pieces would you like them in? Oh, <laughs> uh, don't, don't worry about it. Leave it whole. It, it, I think it's fine. You can cut them up, burn them. No, thank you. It doesn't you... smell pleasant. Um, Tess Masuki has filters in her glitter boy, so probably doesn't smell it. I mean, Atac technically has all human senses, so. He could smell it if he'd like, but I can imagine just as easily it won't bother him. But for Mag, it is a stinky demon. Even more so now that it's, like, burned with lasers and all its insides are on its outsides. <laughs> lasers and missiles and fiber blades, oh my. Yeah. So yeah, you move the body of the truck. The townsfolk are just still kind of, like, in awe. I mean, at the same time, there's that palpable sense of relief that they are truly free of this being that has terrorized them for months and killed several of them. What is everybody doing for the remainder of the day? It's pretty much like late afternoon getting on to early evening here. Scrub the townsfolk, um... Armor. Anybody checks in on the, uh, like, the loading process, it looks like they'll be done in another hour or two. Um, so it's up to you if you guys want to leave at night or wait till the morning or stick around for whatever reasons you have i ride off into the sunset <laughs> all right rock <laughs> thanks for the help well, well bye attack oh shit where'd he go <laughs> uh, yeah i think later later on i kind of show up around uh nasuki just my face is just covered in blood now oh. uh and <laughs> yashua looks a little cleaner Right. There are no puddles. I will help you in a moment. The, the village does have water, it's just in jars. Yeah, 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 it's fine. I'm gonna yeah. finish scrubbing my power armor <laughs> before I uh, bathe Charlie's head. But unless anybody has any specific scene they'd like to see, or t talking to each other or townsfolk, we can fast forward to you giving the Village of Pine Box, an adios. Um, I, I don't want to necessarily go into it, but I am going to share my plans uh, with the, the village elder and, you know, maybe some of their more technically minded folks there. I know they have a few laser torches that came in this shipment and stuff like that, so they might be able to uh, modify this. You know, even though the, this demon is gone, it would be a good idea for them to have something in emergency situations. Uh, he looks incredibly grateful. Thank you. Thank you for, again, all you've done for us, aside from the 
the lifeline of supplies you've given, but all this extra help. Are you sure there's nothing else we can give you? I feel that we owe you a great debt. Uh, no, it's just a job. We were here to do it, and uh, we did what we did. Uh, plus, uh, some of them would have been pretty mad at me if I let a demon eat you all. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have done that, though, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Haha. <laughs> uh, but tell me, tell me, uh, if you really do feel grateful, uh, if you find some more of those uh, things from pre-rips, uh, give me first dibs at them. And uh, if you can agree to that, I'll talk to the council and see about sending out some uh, protection for you. They'd be just as upset about losing this extra harvest as you would be about losing your village. Okay. Atec continues to follow Flint about, like, just kind of keeping a little bit of a safe distance away from him, looking menacing. I was, was going to ask, like, are you actually uncomfortably close to him? Like, don't understand the concept of personal space yet? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the, uh, I'm mimicking, you know, what other uh, strong hands did with their, you know, bosses in the cowboy films. So, gotcha. like, like, the boss, you know, he's, he's walking through the street, I'm like, you know, ten paces or, or further behind, <laughs> mean looking, and, and then... <laughs> Boss goes into the room to talk to the or to the building, talk to the elders, and I just kind of take up station outside the door, you know, <laughs> chewing on a I piece of wheat. Awesome. You are just a, a goddamn western goon. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Mag like notices that you're following around, but he's just like doesn't know what to do with Atac, so he's just you know like sees him and then looks at him for a second and then just turns and walks on to the whatever the next thing it is because every time he tries to think of what to say he's like i don't fucking know what to say i think mag is starting to react like a father that didn't know he was a father until like an hour ago <laughs> is mag worried at all i mean you've only really known Varati Vaughn for a day <laughs> like before he i mean you admittedly you have professed your he love for him, him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> i mean it's a whirlwind romance to be sure but an alien being has programmed your essentially indestructible kill bot backup body. 37 days from now, he's getting married. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I don't think he's afraid. Uh, you know, Mag has an inherent, uh, you know, trust for tech, and this is his tech. Like, he knows okay. that body in and out. Now, he probably hasn't really, like, assessed the battle capability and the fact, and really, like, latched on the fact that if Barati had programmed him into an assassin bot, then it could take him out in an instant. He did just pretty much show up and kill a demon. Granted, he, you know, Masuki softened it up for him. But uh, it's just more like, you know, when his tech does things that he didn't plan for it to do. You know, gotcha. Kind of work his head around it. All right. So you while away the night. The villagers kind of throw the best kind of feast that they can. Um, Again, the food is all pretty much just fruits, vegetables, but it's all very filling, very tasty, uh, infused with the magic from where this Fade Town used to be. So, delicious. for a vegetarian fare. Yeah? Yeah, and you would know this, Flint, because you wanted to be able to eat. And so you, yeah. you developed them to run on organic organics. So now, yeah, seeing some of the other features that he put in, now 
Flint finally has something to latch on to. So, he's a, so Atak, uh, tell me, how does the, uh, how are your receptors working? Taste coming through strong? Is everything, uh, all your tactile senses working? I believe so. Cigars are delicious. Whiskey is good. <laughs> These plums aren't bad. The cigar and whiskey, you realize, are down in your workshop. <laughs> Wait a second. Where did you get that cigar from? Wait a second. It's mine. Oh, you son of a bitch. I was saving that for a special occasion. Yeah, that, that was your rebirth whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> I think I am your special occasion. Uh, uh, uh yeah. Yeah, th- yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. I, didn't, I didn't mean to apply it otherwise. Oh, shit. And now he's back to the awkward new father. <laughs> The father who doesn't have whiskey waiting for him when he gets home. It's way better than that because it's the father whose kid is actually taking after the other father. Because this is like having baby Barati out here and I am eating up every second of it. (laughs) Atak, you do realize like as you're... Obviously this is like only like the third or fourth thing you've eaten. So taste is fairly good. But just your analyzing abilities, like it's definitely got a much higher calorie like um content than you thought it seems like there's somehow even like protein in it which is weird like it's a perfectly balanced food as far as what a standard organic being would require he's like hmm 750 calories exactly 20 grams of protein 20 grams of fat what's a protein Oh, he's, uh, he realized he was talking out loud. Well, a protein? Something you need to eat more of. Where do I get a protein? He hands you some of the food. (laughs) That's a pear, that's not a protein. Does a body good, son. Your head is empty. I'll kind of go somewhere else. <laughs> so now we can all clearly tell that the uh, Western accent is an affectation, since when he was talking to himself, <laughs> he did not have it, and then all of a sudden... Yeah, that, exactly. was, that was his internal head voice yeah. coming yeah. out. Yeah. Analyze. Data found. Protein. 20 grams. I mean, you sound different on a microphone anyway. He is a robot. That's true. So the the village feast, as it was, celebrating your arrival, and you're basically saving this village on multiple fronts, passes, music is played, dancing is to be had for anybody that wants to partake. I'll try. I dance with you, That sounds good. We drink to the death of the demon. How many villagers were lost? To the demon? Uh, probably about, like, half a dozen. But in a village of a barely, like, 50 people, that's pretty substantial. Okay, so they still have about 44. Yeah. And they had 50. Ish, like in that ballpark, yeah. I mean, the. The elder, the specific numbers. Okay, there's 43 left. (laughs) Okay. They lost six, they had 49 people. (laughs) 42 when we leave. Yep. So, morning comes, you have a fully loaded hover truck, which its engine is still quite in, in a bad shape. And with lacking the tools to actually fix it here. Because uh, just because Mag, you realize it would be a several million credit repair. Yeah, and the 
village has no supplies, so yeah, nothing on that magnitude. Hand money. Yeah, but otherwise the the beds are fully loaded. Uh, you've anybody who checks your mountaineer? There's actually a couple extra little packages from grateful villagers, food stuff stored away. You know, like like, a, the, like the outside of Neo's door in the kind of yeah, like the second. I'd like to restock my cigars and whiskey. <laughs> they don't have any of those things, unfortunately. Damn it. Yeah, they might have some with them. They, they have beer that they, they brew themselves. Again, simple, but very nourishing. Oddly enough, there's protein in the beer, too. It'll have to do. Nice. I'm assuming Yusha is coming with you, or demanding to, or stowing away. It's your call, however you want to play her out. Oh, it's really easy. So, uh, I put Yusha on my shoulder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be the most comfortable 100 mile ride, but. When you get tired, I'll put you inside of a vehicle. Any last words before you set out and try to return tomorrow? Uh. <clears throat> no. Yippee Kaye, mother. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You'll all be good. Try not to be so scared next time. Mildly insulting, but sure. <laughs> uh, Elder Dallin does tell you that if he will be on the lookout for any other uh, previous artifacts. And once again, thanks you for offering to speak to the uh, council in Marl to provide actual protection. Yeah. Well, I think it would actually be in their best interest because, you know, the, especially given the quality of this food, it's probably something that the council themselves, like, really enjoys. So yeah. they'd be more well, I mean, you, you have two essential tractor trailer trucks full of the stuff, yeah. along with other medicinal um, plants and herbs. I'm gonna say now that Mag has actually tasted it before, he was just like, "Okay, we're going to get two truckloads worth of, you know, supplies." But now he can tell this is more than just supplies, so it's highly valuable. Yeah, there's a reason you're getting paid the amount of money you are getting paid. <laughs> Honestly, had that demon showed up, you know, earlier into their fade, then there wouldn't be any village left to harvest that shit, you know? Nope. You are 100% correct. So you load up. Um, is ATAC, are you flying and following, or are you going to get in the vehicle with Flint? Flint, are you driving the Bertha, or are you going back to your Mountaineer? Well, the Bertha's in bad condition, so I think I have to put the most uh, trusted hand on it. So I'll jump on the Bertha and let the uh, the kids drive the Mountaineer. Mm-hmm. I will... Um, it has a big stink sandwich in it. I will ride. Uh, only to, to just save energy. Yeah, you are kind of feeling a little run down. You didn't get a chance to charge much on your way here. But thankfully... Since you could straight line fly and didn't encounter any kind of creatures, it was not that long to get here. Pretty much a day. Basically, you could fly at the listed miles per hour, but it's kind of assumed that you can't hold that for overly long. Alright, let's go die on our way back. Yep. So you set out, drive away, a grateful village waves you off, hover trucks ignite, the mountaineers' wheels dig into the dirt. Glitter Girl stomps along, and you head west towards the valley that you came in on. 
to follow the river back in the general direction of Marl. 20 minutes go by. And as you're kind of meandering along this river, the 100-foot walls of the valley to the right and left of you, as you kind of crest over a little bit of a, a rise of the terrain, you see the glint of sunlight on numerous bits of metal. As a raid before you blocking your path are several heavily armored dune buggies and easily a dozen vicious looking men, women, and creatures on kind of slapdash motorcycles. Uh, in the distance, you can make out many weapons drawn. Oh, shit. Yep, I'll take these off my shoulder. Anybody who wants can give me either a battle roll or a common knowledge roll at minus two. Ooh, nice. Sweet. I got a four. Okay. Tess looks like you got a six with the minus two for common knowledge. Atac with a seven with a minus two. I don't know what a calorie is, so I'm not going to roll. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so for those that succeed, just like seeing this initially, Tess, for you, it's like your radar is starting to pick out individual threats, like classifying vehicles. Uh, every one of these dune buggies has, at least has oh, a railgun on it, and there's at least two that you see. Gotcha. There's at least a dozen motorcycles, most of which are doubled up on people. Just tactically, anybody who succeeded realizes standing and fighting... You have a chance to win. I mean, obviously, you are a very powerful group. But you're, this is the biggest force and combat threat arrayed against you by far. Yeah. Mags, nothing since your actual, like, previous mercenary days in some large-scale conflicts. Like, you're easily outnumbered 4 to 1 as far as bodies. There is mega damage weaponry mixed in here and there. Um, like, ATAC, your sensors, like, you or like enhancing your vision you see some of these guys in the back of motorcycles have like um, disposable rocket launchers and then Tess you're starting to pick up more signals kind of off to the sides like they were hard to make out because the walls of the valley were kind of interfering with the radar but as you kind of like look up you see the glint of metal on top as well there's not as many people on the sides of the valley but there are still people there as well also this is clearly an ambush. Yeah. yeah. The moment she said up top, I was like, well, there's that. Which, for those that vehicle. succeeded, might strike you as kind of odd. It seems like they would have to know that we were coming this way. Correct. Seems like that. I mean, this is the logical way out of the town, like down this valley and back towards Marl. But yeah, it does seem like a piece of information you'd have to know, Too bad right? I didn't get us lost yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I used to, to get into a vehicle and I radio Mags. Yeah, Mags coming over to radio too. Mags, I think it might be time to leave the party. I think we might have overstayed our welcome. Yeah. This is uh this is clearly a setup. We need to find a way around. There's uh this is not a standard fight type situation. Alright, start looking for a way out of this shit. Uh you think based on the way they're raid if you lead with the, the Bertha and the Mountaineer, you might be able to ram a hole. 
And then the Glitter Girl is obviously your slowest vehicle. Um, so if you try to openly run, she will be the kind of uh, slower man. But you could punch through. Or you could turn back and run towards this, you know, pine box. But that would obviously put them in the crosshairs yeah. of these raiders. And wouldn't really increase our defensive capabilities. Not really. It would just increase our liabilities. It's better to take them with us. Yep. Try to outrun them, lose them in the... I'm okay with you outrunning me. Uh, you see people just say, give me three beats before you try and punch through. Alright. Okay. Is everyone ready? Radio and... He's on broadband radio now, too. Not broad, not broadband, but he's going to link in the other... Uh, the APC, also. I've got a radio installed. Yeah. Okay. And ASAC. Guys, uh, we're going to try to punch through and uh, see if we can't find some difficult terrain to lose them in. Uh, get a clear path back tomorrow. Protect Bertha. And uh, make sure you don't leave uh, okay, boss. Masuke behind. So. The way I see it, the there is a to bust through is going to be a driving role on your part with the Bertha, Justin. Yeah. But everybody else can come up with a way to support you on this. So we're going to get into a chase scenario here. And essentially, if you succeed on this role, I will start you out one card ahead of everybody. If you get a raise, you'll be two cards ahead. As you, so how would everybody like to support this breakthrough action here? I'm gonna shoot right before they start moving. Okay, so Tess is gonna make a shooting roll. So go ahead and roll a shooting roll for me, Tess. Sweet. Gonna fire four missiles in their general direction. I thought about the boom gun, but I want everybody to survive. Nice, nice eighteen on the shooting roll. Well, Tess, you. Have not gotten one yet this session, so enjoy your adventure card. <laughs> so Tess, you definitely can give a plus two to whoever you'd like to support, but bear in mind that they can only ever benefit from a total of plus four. So half of that is now taken up. I'd like to help by puppeting one of the vehicles in our way. I'm going to have them hit the brakes or reverse to basically clear the path a little bit easier and slam into another one of their cars. Okay. Go ahead and knock off the power points and make a psionics roll. Get your free psionics reroll if you want to use it, but that is a success and we'll give a plus one. Uh, yeah, let's just reroll. Yeah, that's nice. better. All right. Fine. Mags, there's your plus four. Alright, and uh, Karis is going to support Charlie or Clark in the vehicle. And Clark is going to try to uh, assist with the ram since he has a ram on the front of the uh, ATV. Uh, at this stage, you don't need to make rolls because you've already got your maximum plus four. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got the plus four. So they can do that, but there's no mechanical benefit of actually gotcha. doing it. Well, they're doing that. Yeah. They're going to use the ram and kind of like right up on side of me and help you know spearhead and split the split the group I'm assuming I have to uh, mark off a missile 
Yep. Just making sure I already did, but I was like, maybe. Any ammo you use to make a shooting roll. Alright. Alright, so Justin, you're in the Bertha. Mm -hmm. It's normally got a minus one handling. Due to the glitch that it's suffering, it's at a minus two. So you're minus three, plus four, so you have a net plus one. Uh, I'm actually ignoring two of those points penalties. So that puts you at a seven, if I'm not mistaken. And I have another plus two from being interfaced with the Bertha. So that puts you at nine, which is a success. Success and a raise. Okay. Yes. Get that extra card. Alright, so let me go ahead and start putting things down, and then we'll kind of get into the chase rules here. So this. I like how you already pre set up the map with the cards on it. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, Rock, I have a token for you if you choose to get out and start flying around. Yeah. I'm... Uh, but just let me know wh- if and when you choose to do that. Yep. The Mountaineer is obviously this one. We'll use this for the Bertha. Okay. We're at the yeah. times old. Probably. Yeah. So you guys will start out two cards ahead. As, yeah, missiles go off, a motorcycle goes flying into another guy, basically all hell and chaos, and then through the smoke, a giant multi-ton hover truck comes barreling through on one side as a mountaineer kind of zips ahead of it and just cow killers a couple of guys running them over as you purchase, like, go through and just the shock and awe of what you've created is enough to buy you a substantial amount of time to take a quick lead. Nice. Alright, everyone, on your toes. Just a lead. Also, keep your eyes out for an insectoid cyborg. If you see him, take him out. I feel like you might be tipped off by something. <laughs> uh, no, it's, when I saw the doom buggies, I immediately remembered uh, Caracas. I don't know. We, don't, we, we probably don't know his name, right? Yeah, he said it. Like he was very oh, yeah. boastful. <laughs> Kaladax. Kaladax, that's it. And uh, well, you know, I owe him some vengeance. <sighs> he did kill two of ours. Well, not necessarily him, but he was leading the group that did. He's the face you can blame. Yeah. So it's just uh, the vehicle-wise, it's just doom buggies and motorcycles, right? Yes. Well, it's like a lot of them. So there's like nine yeah. motorcycles down here, three dune buggies, a half a dozen motorcycles up top. The ones down here have multiple people, like somebody riding like shotgun. Yeah. Literally brandishing weapons and such. And we saw some uh, RPGs and rail yep. guns, stuff like that. Yes. Just give me just a moment here to get some character sheets opened, and then we'll kind of discuss what makes chasing a little different. So, Chase works kind of like a normal combat, except we're kind of moving at a more narrative pace. The range, as far as any kind of attacks, for melee, you have to be on the same card. For ranged, with the scale that we're working out here, each card is essentially five inches as far as range of your weapons. So, if somebody was ten cards away from you, that would be fifty inches as far as your weapons are concerned. So right now we're all within 10 inches of each other. Yes. Which is 20 yards. Yeah, definitely in range. For most, yeah, range weapons. Yeah. Uh, In order to... 
advance and go further, whoever's driving a vehicle, or if you're on foot, you need to make some kind of piloting, athletics roll, that kind of thing. You have an option where you can do it for free, where it will not take your action. If you make it an action, you get a bonus to the roll. A success lets you move one card. A raise would let you move two. You can always choose to fall back up to two cards without any kind of roll. There's a couple of other maneuvers you can do on your turn as well as if you are the pilot of a vehicle. You can essentially drive evasively. Again, this is something you can choose to do for free or as an action. If you choose to do it for free, everybody is at a minus two to hit your vehicle. However, everybody on your vehicle is at a minus two to hit anybody else as you're janking that wheel back and forth. If you make it an action, it's a minus four instead of a minus two. You could also choose to hold steady. This lets anybody on your vehicle ignore the unstable platform rules. And, um, but anybody who shoots your vehicle gets a plus two. And that is just a free action. You don't, there's no benefit to making that your action. You can try to force a vehicle, basically like hit it, bump it, which could potentially throw it out of control or position it to a different card. So if you wanted to not knock somebody further back, you potentially could. Uh, as far as the moving to different cards, there are a couple things that will give you a bonus. Like I said, if you actually make an action, you get a plus two to the roll. If your vehicle is faster than your fastest enemy, you get a plus one. If your vehicle is twice as fast as the fastest opponent, you get a plus two. Actually getting away. So this is called flee, and it takes an action. The character or vehicle can escape the chase if they are at least four cards between himself and the closest foe. If that condition is met, you can make a maneuvering roll at a minus four, and you escape if you're successful. You can reduce that down to a minus two if there are at least five cards between you and your enemies, or zero if there are six or more cards. So if you get a big enough lead, it's easier to actually get away. Just bear in mind that, you know, you have several vehicles here, some of which are not very maneuverable. You can always choose to abandon your cargo and, you know, escape however you see fit. But uh, narratively, if you're on the same card, you can make melee attacks, you can get your normal actions. If you want to try to jump across and board an enemy's vehicle, by all means, you can do so. The final little hitch is the uh, complication rules. So kind of like for when you're doing a dramatic task, if your action card for the round is a, uh, a club, something bad happens. And that what happens exactly depends on what actual card you happen to be on as far as the chase. Uh, the different suits have different scenarios and skill modifiers for you to basically make a maneuvering roll, like where you might go out of control or crash, that kind of thing. So once again, clubs are, are not great. <laughs> It just kind of adds a little extra complication of the terrain and things like that. That's really, really cool. So basically, um, for Rock and Will, uh, until you guys actually leave your vehicles you're in, you'll just go on the vehicle's turn. When it comes to like the vehicle's turn, the occupants can go in any order. So okay. you can go before the driver, after the driver, whatever works best for you. If you want to if you want to wait for the driver to line up a shot before anybody tries to shoot, they can. 
If you guys, you are in the Mountaineer, I'm assuming. Like I said, if you guys get out of the vehicles, I'll let you essentially operate independently. Okay. Alright. First set of cards are going to be dealt. Alright, looks like no jokers. But oof, we actually got a lot of the low-level cards out of the way. Uh, Tess, you did get a four of hearts. I'm assuming you want a, a yep. different card. Go ahead and trade that bad boy in. And you got a six of diamonds. Damn it. Wish it was a five. Nobody else has any initiative modifying car, uh, edges, correct? No. All right. So it looks like first up, our our bicycle boys. They are currently the guys with their arms wide open. The the pink with the arms wide open are the the passengers. So they are all going to go on hold until their drivers actually go. They're done. As you're breaking through this, the sound of, you know, metal on metal and the fading echoes of the explosion on the canyon walls kind of fades. Anybody who glances up sees a about eight foot tall, glittering, mechanical beetle man looking down at you from about a hundred feet up. And then an obviously enhanced mechanical voice booming through like over a loudspeaker. I told you we'd meet again. Kaladax remembers his debts. Surrender now. And perhaps he'll let you live. Force me to damage my precious cargo. And it won't be the only thing broken. But other than his boast, he's not doing fuck all. Which brings us to... This is the Dune Buggies. Alright, so Dune Buggies are going to do some driving. Yeah, Clark is driving the Mountaineer, and uh, one of the uh, guys from town would be there to co-pilot for Okay. Okay. So the guys, the Mountaineer, they are going to use their actual action to drive and try to close some distance here. Uh, looks like two of them are successful, so they can move one card over. So yeah, two of the dune buggies managed to kind of like swerve, right themselves from the you know damage you've done, and kind of move faster. And you'll notice as they're coming after you, they're uh, they're not really zigging and zagging. So they are going to, as a free action, hold steady to let their gunners ignore the minus two unstable platform penalty. And their gunners are going to open fire. Let's see. I think they're going to play it smart. One is going to shoot the glitter girl, because that's the second she turns around, they might evaporate <laughs> from this earth. Right. Uh, so they are going to go ahead and fire. Let's see here. It's a vehicle-mounted railgun, so it has to do min is max. It has to make all three rolls. And there is a recoil penalty. So you make three shooting rolls. And it looks like we have... Oh, with the minus two, actually, for the recoil. Nothing hits. Yes. Thank God. The next dude buggy is going to target the Mountaineer. Dude. So again... 
Actually, test that should have been another minus two because of the size difference. I apologize. But of not course. near, there is no side difference, so it's just straight up minus two for recoil. Thank God these guys are not the best shots. <laughs> but uh, the sound of, you know, man made thunder echoes behind you and all around, like, whereas the, the Doom Buggies are hitting bumps and the guy's swerving his gun back and forth. You know, you see, like, clumps of, like, rock and dirt evaporate off to your sides, or, like, as railgun rounds hit the river or just explode in kinetic force, knocking water everywhere. But your vehicles are good to go. Uh, the last dune buggy will also fire. I'm pretty sure we're easily within range, though, because he's got a range of 24 for short, and you are only 10 away. This one is going to go after the glitter girl as well, so minus four. All right, dune buggies are donezo. Motorbikes. They are going to also ride, drive as an action so they can try to close some distance here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right, let's see here. Failure. Oh, no, they get a plus two because they're using this as an action. So success, 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 success of the raise, success. So all of the bikers are going to advance one card. One bike will be neck and neck with you. So yeah, engines rev, wheelies are popped. You know the mad cackle of crazy people in Mad Max style. Accoutrements rev forward, closing the gap. One particularly canny biker. Maybe he was already in motion because somebody psychically tweaked his uh, throttle. Managed to catch up. Oops. <laughs> and test, they kind of like pace you. You got that Return of the Jedi moment where you're like zipping through the woods, looking side to side at each other. The bike kind of moves in close. And the guy at the back whips out a, a vibro sword, Thank swinging God. it at you. Game on. <laughs> at least I won't feel bad about this. Uh, so he is just going to make the one attack roll, because why wouldn't he? <laughs> I don't have his melee here, but this is going to be the... Oh, I do. Fighting. So there's two people on each bike? Yeah, for now. Uh, so he's going to make a fat roll. No, I'm pretty sure your parry is not a three. It is not. His attack comes at you. I'm just imagining you just either soak it up like a big girl or actually parry him with your sword. Yeah, I'm going to parry him with my sword because my yeah. next is going to be the thrust into the center of that fucking bike. Alright. Biker bad boys are done. Tess, you're up. Yay! You need to decide, are you going to try to advance... This round. Well, I am not. Okay. Alright, so you have your normal actions. You got a biker in range that you can easily close to. So I just gotta... So I still move one spot even though I'm on the card? No, you don't have to move at all. Like okay. you're just... That's what I thought. So I'm within two slots of him and they're on the same card so I can still swing at him. Yeah, yeah as long if as they're on the same card. The card's yeah. the only thing that matters. Yep. That'll hit. I'm assuming you're aiming for the person. Yeah. 
So the, the, the four hits, so go ahead and roll me some melee damage. Uh, are you swinging at the one who attacked you? Or uh, his no, driver? I'm swinging at the driver. Okay. Fuck that guy that attacked me. He can eat a dick. <laughs> uh, so we're looking at 18 damage, AP 10. His toughness is 10, five of which is armor, so that's five. Uh, so that's a hit and a raise. That would be a wound, and he is no longer of this earth. How do you kill him? Um, I'm actually going to skewer him on my vibro sword and then fling him calmly off to the right as I prepare to bring my backswing on the next guy on my next round. Uh, you don't need to do that because he was driving this motorcycle and he is now dead. So, alright, so that was the one action you said you were doing, so you are done. Yep. You've worth the Mountaineer now. Uh, so... I think I'd like to do two things. Take two actions. I'm the only player character in this vehicle, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to cast Illusion, going to add sound, make it deadly, make it greater, and add two points for reach of 24. So that is three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten power points. Okay. Make that roll. I'll keep it, so it's an eight. Success with the raise. Alright, so um, what is the solution? Where are you putting it? What is it doing? So a red button appears in the mountaineer, a very large one, um, that Charlie pushes with his paw. <laughs> and from the back of the Mountaineer, a, a crazy, complicated, Transformers-esque, uh, just uh, wild shaping of gears and sheet metal unfolds to reveal a huge, the same huge Tesla cannon that shot uh, Charlie at the first time he encountered these people. Uh, emerges from the back, and operating it is just this huge, muscular version of Charlie wearing goggles, his tongue flapping in the wind. He's got like a bandana and a leather jacket and he has thumbs. <laughs> um, and he is going to start targeting uh, different vehicles and start firing on them. So each turn, so we'll have to resolve a couple things. Um, those who contact the illusioner are doubted to real make a smartest rolls a free action at minus two with the powers. Oh, I'd like to actually activate strong as well. So it's another plus two. You didn't um, say you did it, so unfortunately, no tap backs. It. Okay. Dang it, dang it. Okay, so those who contact the illusion or doubt it's real make a smarts roll as a free action at minus two if the power is activated with the raise, which it was. If successful, that individual is no longer subject to casting. The DM should make group rules for extras as they point out the illusion's inconsistencies to each other. Okay. Um, I will do so now. And then the deadly illusion, uh, each turn I can make for a free action can attack an individual with an opposed roll of my arcane skill versus the target smarts at minus two of the powers activated with rage as it was. Um, I can attack additional foes with actions. If I win, the target's shaken. With a raise, the target, target suffers a wound. With the uh, minus two, a... it looks like at the, for now, everybody believes it's real. Nice. Okay. I do have mentalist as well, which gives minus two. Well, then they definitely believe it's real. Cool. So yeah, as a free action, I will fire upon... Um, so we've got large... 
I'd like to target uh, one of the drivers of the larger vehicles. You can't target the driver specifically. He's inside the vehicle. Okay. Uh, you can target the vehicle. Sometimes the vehicle doesn't believe way. anything. Nope. Okay, so I'll attack one of the motorcyclists. Okay. I will reroll that. It's an eight. Uh, that would be a hit. Well, so it's a it's like a test versus their smarts. Ah, okay. Then let me roll. Um, yeah, they get they're at a minus four, I believe, due to mentalist and this power being activated or raised. I thought that was just for the disbelief. No. Uh, so yeah, there's two separate. It's believing, and then with deadly illusion, um, there's another. Well, he fails. Pose roll. Yes. Okay, so he takes a wound. That means he's dead. Nice. <laughs> So yeah, Charlie's been practicing making people believe in their bones that things are real, and this person uh, believes that he's been evaporated by this large Tesla cannon. Um, and then my second action, I will cast Protection on myself. Uh, uh, with Mega modifiers. Alright, remember it's at a minus two for your multi-action penalty. Okay, I will keep the nine. All right. I'm assuming you're done. Yep. Uh, uh, so yeah. Oh yeah. So the, everybody else in the extras in that vehicle. Yeah. Yep. So uh, first of all, is the vehicle planning on getting anywhere? Yeah. Uh, Clark is going to drive, and the other extra is going to support him with a co-pilot role. So I think the other guy you said was a six, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'll just roll Clark's twice because he's also a six. Alright, so the first one is for the support for the other extra. Looks like we got a success there, but no raise. So close. Remember the add the Mountaineer's handling on Clark's piloting check. Okay, and so here's Clark's real piloting check. It'll be at a total of plus two. Yeah, well, real quick, is he? this is to move to a different card, correct? Yeah. Is, Are you, is he the... making this an action, or is he doing it as a free action? Oh, yeah, he can do it as an action, so it'll be another plus two, so a total mm -hmm. plus four. Uh, so that's success and a raise for sure. Yep. With a total of 12. Looking at it, nobody's vehicle is actually faster. You all have basically 120 mile an hour top speed, so. Yep. Everybody? Uh, all of them have 120s? Yep. Technically, I have 125 in Big Bertha, but I mean, okay, we'll call it 120. <laughs> Well, then you get a... I would get a plus one. That's why I'm, I'm angling no, here. Yeah. I'm not, no, you, <laughs> actually, you don't, because Big Bertha is loaded down with cars, and those drop the moose speed yes. by 25 for things. You're at 75. And max is, is at 175, minus 50 for the two cards. So it's no, you're at 125. Oh, yeah, you are at 125, sorry. That's yeah, what that's what I'm saying. So technically, I'm You get a plus one. Yes. You are. <laughs> but this isn't the Big Bertha. This is the Mountaineer, so... Yeah, I know. I'm the, I was just saying... You brought up the speed right then. I, I was going to ask you on my turn because I figured I had the fastest speed. All right, so the Mountaineer is now two cards ahead. And uh, uh, I want to use, uh, whatchamacallit, Ward to uh, try to shoot down some rocks in front of these uh, one of these uh, dune buggies to bump it using a shooting action. Uh, to force him. I think that's what they call it in Chase, right? Yes. Force. 
Uh, I will give you a minus two just because he has to kind of lean out the window. Mm-hmm. It's going to be kind of a harder shot. But I like yeah, it. Yeah, well, it, he didn't uh, hold steady either, so it would be the minus. He would have the yeah. uh, unstable platform unstable as well. Platform. So, yeah. yeah. Well, hold you can hold steady platform. as a free action if you want, but then okay. everybody's going to get a plus two to hit the Mountaineer. Uh, we'll go with it. He'll hold steady. Uh, and uh, that'll. So that'll. This will just be at a minus two. Uh, and we'll put it in heavy pulse. Just makes sense. So it's actually just a minus one to this roll. Guess I don't need uh, to roll damage though. No point. Oh, nope. That's not gonna not gonna make it. Not a yeah, success. You, you're holding steady. Ward shoots out, hits it, and it just vaporizes rock and. and the valley is decently wide where the, the boulders just don't tumble in front of anybody. Alright. Anybody else in the Mountaineer? Karis is in there if anybody wants to do something with her. Right? She's, she's Charlie's favorite. She is my favorite. Okay. They'll make a shooting roll. I said any shooting rolls are going to be a lot harder, like I said, because she has to basically roll a window down and lean out with a rifle and try to shoot. It's fine. And the Mountaineer is now 5, 10, 15 inches away. That's still within short range band, right? I depends on the weapon. I don't know what it is. 24, 96. Yep. Yep, so she's minus 2. Okay. Boink. Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Alright. Not accurate. I believe we are now down to... Big Bertha, so Rock and Finally. so Rock. If you want to do something before he drives it, you can. Otherwise, you can wait. Yeah, I'd like to uh, assist Pilot. I don't know if that's or could I it, use notice or to help him look out. You can out? use any skill you can justify. So yeah, absolutely. Just say what you're doing. Okay. Figure out what skill. Yeah. So ATAC extends his extends his senses outwards. You know, he maybe like rolls down a window uh, and, and listens and closely and starts scanning uh, around to provide pointers about, uh, you know, watch out for this, look out for that, enemies here, 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 and here, provide situational awareness over to the driver. Excellent. Go ahead and give me a notice roll. That's a success and a raise, so you will get a plus two to your... Uh, driving roll there, Justin. Yay! Oh, thanks, New Tech. Appreciate it. Uh, so the uh, Bertha is at a minus two for its uh, technical problems and minus one for its handling, right? Yes. So I ignored two points of penalties for Ace, so it's a minus one. I got plus two from ATEC and plus two from being jacked in. So yeah, so. plus five then, um, because you're also. Uh, another plus one because this vehicle is faster now if you choose to make this your action for the turn you get another plus two that's up to you that would pretty much guarantee you getting a a success and a raise so you'd be at like plus seven yeah it'd be be nearly impossible to uh, not get a raise as long as I don't crit fail Yep. Uh, so yeah that's what I will do I'll go ahead and make it my action because there's no need to evade I don't right now I don't think they're going to try to shoot at the uh, cargo because 
they wouldn't want to risk damaging that. So, uh, we'll bank on that for now. So yeah, I'll just use that action to make sure that I can get the two cards. Rolling the driving skill. And uh, did not crit fail, so. Success right. and a raise. Bump up. Alright. As you drive up, Rambo Charlie gives you a salute. Rambo Charlie. You go, Charlie. <laughs> Alright, so that brings us back to the top of the initiative order here, which means a new set of cards will be dealt. Don't fall too far behind, Masuki. Alright. I see some jokers. I don't like where I see them. Exactly. I, uh, <laughs> I think the they're great. Place. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> all right. So first of all, my enemy drew a joker, so I get a Benny. Yeah, yeah. And any named wild cards I have get a Benny. Uh, and probably one of my extras gets a Benny. As I feel like they're probably, you know. An ally of the team, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's also go through real quick that I forgot to do last time, but looking back, I don't think anybody had a club. Anybody who has a club will have to make a piloting or maneuver roll on their turn. So that will be Tess with her king of clubs. It looks like the mountaineer is going to have to make one. Oh, no. And it looks like the in the valley motorbikes are going to have to make one. Alright, let's do our dune buggies here. Alright, so for the Joker, they're going to get a plus two. So all the dune buggies get a plus two on their actions this turn. So I think the drivers are all going to spend an action to try to catch up. Because they don't like being left in the durst. So some driving rolls. I'll make three of them. They'll all get a plus two. And actually they'll get a plus four because they are using their actions to drive. So that is a success with a raise. That is a success. And then a success. So, let me copy. Let me paste. As now all of our dude buggies are their own men. Alright, so I'm just going in order in my mind. He'll go two. He'll go one. Straggler will go one. They will also all, as a free action, hold steady to negate the unstable platform, and they will start a firing. So we'll do this guy first, as he's going to go after the Mountaineer. Now the Mountaineer did hold steady last round, so it's a plus two to hit it. Yep. And it is a plus two, so it's really going to be no penalty it's going to fire away with its railgun. So the unstable platform penalty is gone. And then the plus two negates the recoil. So three shooting dice coming at the Mountaineer. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's a hit with a raise. That's a hit and a miss. Alright, so first damage roll from a railgun. I don't know why you're singing like that. That's a really low roll. I'm gonna spend. Guess what? That Benny they just had. Oh, come on. <laughs> you bitch. Yeah. Dirty. 
Yeah, I like that oh, one. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's 37 damage. damage. It's 37 AP3. It's uh, shaken. Which means there's a chance the Mountaineer is going to go out of control. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Because, yeah, they, they're... It's what, 40? 40 toughness? It's 40 toughness. Uh, the AP brings it down to 37. Uh, so, yeah, it... it so vehicles cannot be shaken, but if damage equal or exceeds the toughness, the driver must make a maneuvering roll or go out of control. Um, each raise in the vehicle damage roll causes wound, yada. If this is a chase, damage that equals or exceeds the vehicle's toughness also bumps. So it needs to make a, a driving roll or go out of control. Does he have my plus two? Not anymore. And it's not that vehicle anyways. This is the, the ATV. So give me a driving roll, please. He did not make it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll 2d6 for me, Justin. Okay. Six. That is distracted. The ground vehicle spins out or skids. Airplanes or spaceships stall, slide, flip, or roll. Everyone on board is distracted until the end of their next turn. Son of a bitch. And then with the bump, I'm going to move you back this card. What is distracted to? You're minus two to everything you do inside the vehicle. So yeah, railgun hits, rocks the thing. Clark, in his fear, yanks the wheel. Dune buggy or your ATV spins in a couple circles and like just kind of takes a second before he writes it, gets it back going straight. Everybody inside is banged around, distracted, and the vehicle got bumped. The dune buggy is large, right? Yes. And that was the first shot. The second one did hit, so let's see if that damage roll will actually be enough. Probably not, but you never know. No, I don't think the 18 damage is enough. On the plus side, it got bumped to a hearts, which is better than diamonds. <laughs> but he's distracted, so... <laughs> yeah, so it shakes out. It's the exact same. <laughs> Uh, so that was that dune or buggy. This dune buggy is in the same area as our young Miss Tess. He's going to hold steady, negate that unstable platform. But he is minus four because there is a size difference. And he's doing the uh, recoil here. But he gets a plus two for the Joker, so he's just a minus two. Get some shoot and die. Same deal. Three shots because of the rate of fire. Aren't you glad they're not wild cards? Uh, so we do have two hits there. Oh, no, wait. We don't because we're minus two. So that's a miss. But there is one hit. Let's get some railgun damage on the glitter girl. Okay. Your toughness is... Pretty sure you have plus 25... Armor yeah, and like armor's twenty five, toughness is eight. So we're looking at what a thirty two and then plus your actual natural toughness. Yeah, you're hit. It rocks you back a little bit, but otherwise does nothing to you. Because you're in the single most powerful armor in the world. Thank God. Alright, so that dune buggy's done. This one. This one's gonna go at you too. Minus actually, how far away are we? Five, ten. Let's go for the Mountaineer. Same thing, holding steady. So it actually has no penalty to these rolls. 
Three more shots coming on the Mountaineer. Success for raise and another success. Yep. All right. First shot with a raise in the Mountaineer. 18 damage, not enough. Nothing. And Didn't since I don't game. have any, I don't have any general bennies left to spend. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Second shot, 18, nothing. Ting, 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 ting. All right. Dude buggies. To have the high toughness vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Doom buggies are donezo. So we come to our glitter girl who pulled a club this round. And is now spending a Benny. <laughs> well, hang on. Let's see what you're on. You are on a spade, right? Yeah. Uh, there no is. Yeah. So you're spending a Benny? Yeah. Well, you have a four there. Wait, yeah, you oh, got a four. Oh, I did have a four. Sorry, so I always saw the one. My bad. Yeah, four no, you, you'd be fine. Which is good, otherwise it'd be a crit fail on a maneuvering roll. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I cannot get missed just to fall down. <laughs> Alright, so, start your turn. Are you planning on trying to move to a different card or not? Hell yeah, I'm moving to a different card. Okay. So, we're going to need a... Hey, Jason, do you have to move before you take any other actions? Or can you no, take you an can action wait. and then move? Just you can, oh, cool. You can take an action. Okay, because uh, I want to swing on this guy twice and then move. Okay vehicle rather oh wait there's nobody here but me right yep yeah <laughs> i'm gonna fire on this vehicle twice and then move so how many actions are you gonna take two so that are you gonna when you try to move cards do you want that to be the free action or do you want it to be an action i want it to be the free action okay so you're taking two actions what are those actions going to be um firing this laser twice at Okay, so you're at minus two for the multi-action, but because there's a size scale difference, you are actually at plus two, so you are at net zero. No no change in your normal attack roll. Did that guy hold steady? He did, so you actually get a plus two. So it's a hit, and a hit with a raise. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Is there any AP on that anti-personnel laser? Yeah, it doesn't say. It does not pierce the armor. Rude. And then now you have your free action piloting roll. I forget what reaction fire does in the... When she's attacked, she can return fire at minus two. After the enemy trigger it. Ah. So if they attack you, you can automatically attack them back with that laser. Sweet. Uh, So this is a success in the race, so you can move two cards. Do you want to move the two? Yes. Okay. You're back up here with the big bird. Good roll. Uh, we are at Psychopaths on the back. They will delay. Scared. We are at Kaladex. Mm. He is at the top. He will drive on his motorcycle. You're gonna get what's coming to you, you beetle boy. Uh, let me re-roll that wild die. Success and a raise. So yeah, he's going to be moving two cards. He's good. Uh, we have these other motorcyclists up top. We get six driving rolls. Mm. 
Alright, so success, success and raise, success, success, success and raise, failure. Get one stay in here. With no forward progress whatsoever. Two dot raises. And then the other got three. Got a single success. So bop bop. Bop. They are done. Which brings us to the Mountaineer. <laughs> which we are going okay. to need a real quick before anything else goes we're going to need that it's free action so it doesn't take up the action though um and he's no he's distracted so it's a failure okay and on a heart that is the character or vehicle is bumped, it's bumped. yeah 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 uh... <laughs> boom Alright, now the people of the Mountaineer can do what they want to do. Okay. Kaladax has meat in his head, right? Yeah, but he is a little bit farther away than normal. He's he maybe he's also a hundred feet up though, so Damn. there's gonna be okay. a little bit uh, different range for them. <laughs> I just realized that you Definitely. said me. I thought you said meat. He did yes, say meat. Said, no, I did say meat. Oh did you really? Oh that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um Okay. Uh, the illusion does have a large blast template, and then the range on top of that. Um, well, the blast template wouldn't, the large... wouldn't matter because we're in a card, so it would just be a card. Okay. So Kaladax is like riding along the mountaintop, yep. essentially. I'm trying to motorcycle. give me just gotcha. a second. And I'll figure out how much farther it is. He's about a hundred feet up. Divided by three, so that's that. thirty yards. So it's basically the orange motorcyclist and Caladex are also an extra 15 inches. Oh, so they are in range? Yeah. They're 15, 15 inches, inches plus whatever card difference. So for you, they are 15 inches away. So oh, your okay, range is 24, isn't it? Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah, so so you, okay. For the illusion, I don't know about his other powers, if he was thinking of telekinetically trying to take over his mind or something. My other powers are um, my smarts times two, so twelve. Yeah, technically he's within. Yep. Okay, so I I can use deadly illusion as an action. So I'm actually going to take uh, two actions, then my free action. I'm going to attack Kaladax with all. What of is this free action that you're getting? Is that just for illusion? You that's get... that's from the illusion, yeah. So deadly illusion gives me a free action every turn. I can. Okay. So you're taking so two actions. Use... So you're minus two for multi-action penalty. You're minus two for distracted. So you're minus four. Okay. Mentalist does give me a plus two on opposed rolls. This is not an opposed roll unless it says so. So he'll be opposing each attack from the Deadly Illusion with his smarts. Okay. It's like a roll off. There you go. So I will reroll that. Okay, so that is a seven. No, you, and... you get a plus two, so you're an eleven minus four. So you are at a seven. Do you want to keep that? Right. <laughs> yes, I already rerolled this first one. Okay. And he will get a minus two twice. due to his your illusion power itself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I will spend one of his three bennies to reroll that. That's actually a five. That's still not going to beat a. Yeah. 
So if it's a success, they are shaken. If it's success with a raise, they take a wound. And the wound can cause incapacitation. Ah, uh, so that's a seven with the minus two. So he's fine. Okay. So and if somebody disbelieves it, I think that it's what done. I believe. Uh, look into it. What's your next action? <laughs> so same thing. Ah, uh, then we need to look into it now. Then so never mind. Yeah. Okay. So the the first one, those who contact the illusion or doubt its room, like a smart scroll, is a free action at minus two. If it's activated for the race, is if it's successful, the individual no longer is subject to the casting. What's it say under the actual the damaging power? Uh, nothing about that. It's either I succeed, they're shaken, or succeed with the race and they are wounded. Doesn't say anything about them disbelieving. Well, I'm gonna give him a free action disbelieve since you did shoot him and nothing happened. Illusion is nothing to him anymore. Okay. Are the other characters still affected? No, because he's going to shout it out. Okay, shoot me. Uh, unless I can do different things with my actions? Nope, I guess not I once declared, fortunately. Okay. Dang it. It was good while it lasted. Yeah. One turn. Yeah. 14 points. You killed a biker. <laughs> Alright, uh, so I guess Karis will assist um, Clark with the next driving roll. Alright, give me whatever skill check she's using. Uh, I think I notice as she goes like, look out! Yeah. If that works. <laughs> uh, she's at a uh, minus, minus two. two. Okay, well, so uh, that's still a success. Yay. Success for yep, so he'll so, get a plus two. Uh, is it plus two? I thought it was just plus one for a success. Yes, success in the race. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the. Uh, never mind. I saw the ten. Yeah. No, okay, yes. so plus one, and he is at a minus two, uh, but a plus one for the handling of the vehicle. So he's a wash. Then is he going to spend an action to move forward, or is he just going to do it as a free action? Uh, he might do a free action so that he can spend his action uh, ramming. Yeah, he's going to spend action to ram. Uh, let's see. The motorcycles are small, right? So I'd have a negative to try to ram them? Yes. Uh, so I will ram this uh, doom buggy over here. It's on the ground, right? Yeah, so we'll do the free action for the uh, for the uh, roll. But I'm just okay. going to attempt to... Well, actually, you know what? He'll, just, uh, he'll do the free action first, and then I'll ram whichever doom buggy I'm on the same card with. Uh, Sounds good. Blah, blah, blah. All right, so it's a net plus zero on the driving roll. Uh, five, so that's a success, which allows me to move one. So we'll move up to, yeah, the eight of hearts, and I will attempt to ram the uh, doom buggy there, there with me. Uh, Actually, did you count for him being distracted? Yeah. I got the bonus from her and the bonus from handling, which is why yeah. I was a net zero. Gotcha. Uh, so this will be just at a minus one because I'm still distracted. So I believe we're distracted less until... When does end, distracted end? End of his turn. So driving check at a minus one. Do it, Clark. I believe in you. You rolled a one. You're fucking useless. <laughs> yeah, actually, you have to still get at least a four, to, even with an opposed roll. So... Hey, he tried. 
He tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, Ward will shoot that fucking thing, then. Uh, pow, pow, pow. Uh, Ward is shooting, still in heavy pulse, so this is a plus one to this roll. Uh, that's a nine. Success and a raise, I assume. Well, well he's, uh, he's distracted, so it's minus And he's two, on stable platform. So and unless unstable you... platform. Now, um, because we've already been taking so many hits. So, some five, so just a success. Roll some damage. Hopefully, uh, hopefully damage is uh, plus three because of the heavy pulse. So, rolling damage. Uh, bro. Man, Ward Ace is like a motherfucker on his damage. He is, <laughs> he's straight Jesus up. Christ. I don't expect him to be a sniper. So, that actually will hit, not quite with a raise. If you had actually gotten that um, raise in the attack roll, you would have potentially wounded this thing. Did you have three for the heavy pulse? Oh no, so that's, so that's 43, 43 damage. Yeah. And it's AP3. It's yeah. a hit with a raise. Hit with a raise. Papaya. So that's a wound, and uh, he's got to make a driving out of, roll or whatever for out it, of control. It does have to make a driving roll for out of control. Uh, and it's bumped. It's actually out of control. It's out of control and bumped. Right, because that, that was what you said, if you take yep. damage. Yes. Or if you're shaken, or what, basically, if your toughness is meta exceeded, you yeah. get bumped. Alright, let me roll 2d6. Four. Uh, minor collision. The vehicle takes a wound and a critical hit. Nice. So is that in addition to the wound that it took? I'm going to say it will. So first of all, let's... Re- I'll roll the first critical hit that you inflicted with Ward, because it could eventually negate the wound yeah. with vehicles. That's true. I uh, got a five, so that's locomotion, the engine main line boiler. Top speed is reduced by 10% each time this occurs. So minus so 10% top better. speed. And then seven. Chassis, 7% of the body with no special effects. So this vehicle is at two wounds. Are you bumping it to the co- card behind it? Yeah, I'm going to bump it backwards. Yeah, goddamn, Ward is... <laughs> <laughs> Ex-juicer all the way. Yeah, Ward is fucking him up, bro. Alright, I'm assuming everybody in the Mountaineer is done? Yes. Uh, yeah, that was that was everybody. Karis assisted Clark and... Uh, Alright, this is uh, this is ground-based doodahs. They have a, a roll to make. And they are on a spade, so... This is a critical failure on a maneuvering roll if they fail this. I am just gonna... In order to save time, roll them as a group, so they'll get a wild die. They succeed due to the wild die. They are going to try to haul balls and get up to the Bertha, even though it's sidled up next to that glitter girl. Come on down. Uh, same deal, what I should have been done doing earlier is just roll them as a group. So they get the wild die. So that's going to be a five. Only one card. Because even with the plus two for making it their action, that's only a seven, so it's not quite a raise. They be done. I liked it better when they were autonomous. <laughs> <laughs> and birth of time. Bertha, Bertha, what you if you can do? get to two cards ahead, you can attempt to flee. 
Yeah. I don't know. Don't leave us. Yeah. You you would be leaving a glitter girl and a rather heavily armored ATV yeah. with Ward and a psychic doggy in it. Yeah, it's the ATV I'm worried about. It's got more armor than you, technically. That's technically, yeah. See, here's the the problem though. Eventually, your armor wears out. How far back is the furthest back person in the party? It's on that eight of hearts. Yeah, so, so only about five yards. They're really close. Oh, okay. Or five inches, that's ten yards, so like thirty feet. Yeah, gentlemen, whatever you'd like to do. Uh, what you want to do, ATEC? Well, boss, I was thinking, you know, maybe I can launch out of here and go kill one of them. That sounds like a lot of fun. I'd love it if you take out that beetle up on the ridge. He's killed two of my friends, and he deserves to die painfully. Also... He might have some information as to why he was able to find out where our route was going to be. Alright. I'll kill him nice and slow for you. Doesn't that mean you shouldn't kill him? Yeah. <laughs> kill him slowly while, he, while you talk to him. That's, that's... I got him. Alright. So, Rock, since you can fly, I have no problem with you going up to the level of the ridge. You can drop back two cards, no roll required. So you can. Is that where the ridge get to? is? Uh, the, ridge well, is... he, the insect is two cards back, and the ridge is 100 feet up. Because you can fly, I don't. you can easily get to where he's at on the ridge, but you can drop back two cards easily for free. There's no roll required. Yep. I, uh... so let me actually give you a separate token now. I, I will say it will take you an action to kind of like get out of the car. Um, so Even if I uh, other... just you know pop through the open window since I already opened it? Still, you know, you're a human being climbing out a window, so. Yeah, but I'm like, Dick's yes. a hazard. <laughs> Still an action. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'll have to train my Dick's a hazard, you know, getting in and out of the car <laughs> to the point where it's no action in the future. So if you want to take a second action, you could attack him this turn. Or if you want to take all three, you could attack him two actions. <laughs> all right, one action, you know. Swivel my my rear end up onto the uh, car window and blast myself out of the uh, out of the Oof. seat, leaving a little bit of like stirring up, you know, the the, the leftover fries and dust uh, inside the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> that fry that was caught underneath the, uh, the the floorboard of the seat like comes out and lands in your lap. Yeah. You can choose to eat that if you like. It's still good. They never go bad. <laughs> Says the robot that could shut off his sense of taste. One year later, the McDonald's fry is fine. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, I, I've got my propulsors going, and I'm cruising them towards the ridge. And I'm going to uh, leap in. Uh, coming in with feet first, claws out, going for the jugular. Okay. So he is a giant beetle cyborg man with arm blades. Okay. Uh, how many actions are you dedicating to attacking? So if I do uh, two, that'd be at minus four, right? Yes, yeah. because you had to use one action to, to get out of the vehicle. Hmm. That'd be four attacks. It would. It's four. 
Uh, I'd say maybe at this point, like he doesn't have a really good sense for how well he fights like this. And so he's like, well, two actions worked well, you know, whatever. But, you know, two attacks <laughs> worked the well shit out of him. last time. Let's do that again. Now, I like to think the antennae as an interdimensional being programmed knowledge of the game system. <laughs> so like, you're aware of how turns and actions work. Like doing calculations. Yeah, the minus yeah, your four. Your combat computer. <laughs> All right. Minus four probability units. So you're going to do two actions to attack? Yep. Sure, why not? Let's right. do this. Let's get those first two fighting dice at minus four each. First one. Uh, so at minus four, that would put it at a four, which would be a miss against his parry. Second one. That will also be a miss against his parry. Yeah, so he comes in. Claws ready. Aiming for the neck. You know, punch, punch you know, whiffs, uh, or gets, you know, blocked off to the side. It's like, hmm. This time he's going to, uh, as he, he gets blocked, he rolls with the block and uh, does a spinning claw back fist. Okay. Uh, so that with that wild die, that 10 will hit, but not with a raise. Let's resolve that damage. Yeah, damage, please. So that's 34. Well, you're definitely going to potentially wound him. Uh, so his toughness is 18. It is mega damage, but that doesn't matter. You have AP 8. He has 10 armor, so you take a full 8 off. So you're looking at 10 toughness. So that's 24. That is the full maximum potential four wounds. Ah, might as well roll a fucking soak roll, right? We need to. <laughs> Knock off his second of three bennies. That would put him instantly at three wounds, huh? Sorry, I didn't mean to click that. Ah, I'll spend his last benny. Let's see if we can get higher than I hope he that. doesn't get a joker. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. Uh, so that's a success and a raise. So he will soak two of your four, thus taking two wounds. Nice. So yeah, he parries the first couple strikes. You roll off, fly back in. You just managed to, like, he's trying to ride a motorcycle and do this. <laughs> and you managed to, like, rip into him. Like, you shear through heavy armor plating. Feel like your claws pierce through actual organic chitin. And just go into like that gooey center that is a bug person and come away dripping icker and he screams in like mechanically augmented pain uh, good uh, work uh, mighty Galadats. how do you like my friends <laughs> I've got one more attack <laughs> yeah. you do so yeah the, the spinning back claw comes across catches a wink at him <laughs> and it's a uh wasn't actually expecting to hit with that. That was only a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the real blow. So. Crit burn. No, don't do that. I jinxed it. Do, do the sign across. Do the sign across. Well, uh, that would be an eight with your minus four, which is just enough to barely clear his parry. Nice. Yeah. You can always spend a Benny to reroll. Re roll. Like, sure. Okay. You can do better now. 
I'll stick oh. with it. Yep. You stick it with the 25? Yes. Uh, so that would be, we said earlier, drops toughness to 10 with your AP. So that is um, just shy of four wounds. That's three wounds. Uh, I don't have any bennies left over. Yep. How are you killing him? <laughs> or are you killing him? You can incapacitate him if you want. Hey, yeah, I was told to get information. So as I as I unexpectedly hit with that back spinning back claw, I come across and I'm like, oh, I'm about to rip this guy <laughs> in half. And instead, I just I I aim for a you know an area with uh, very few organs and just stick it in him and hold. You saw the mechanical parts and the vibra, the vibro sword arm that he's got, and you're thinking he was like as tough as you. Then, like you know, when you rip through him, you're like, "Oh, wait, this is much softer than me." He's, he's a person wearing a robot. You are a solid robot. <laughs> I note he has he has issues. I note the miscalculation. <laughs> Take it down for future reference. Some of the robots have gooey centers. Also, make uh, make note of the spinning back claw. I filed away in a favored fighting form. <laughs> All right, and uh, so he's riding a motorcycle. He was. Okay. <laughs> he is now. <laughs> this is where I was going. Like, uh... he, he was the motorcycle. <laughs> anybody who can see it in their rearview mirror as a motorcycle flies off a cliff with no one on it and crashes into the ground. I feel like there's a chance it might land on one of his friends down there. Yes, nah, <laughs> probably not. It's a big valley. Can we spend a Benny to make that happen? No, I mean you—you you already uh, you just knocked out their boss in one round again. Take the win that you have. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting greedy, folks. You're getting greedy. That's what Flynn's been teaching me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Doesn't that mean I get a Benny for trying to be greedy? <laughs> Justin is being greedy. Flint is not. <laughs> Speaking of Flint, I believe he is a vehicle to pilot here if you'd like. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm going to uh, go ahead and full action, or you know, just one one action drive. Okay. Uh, so I'll get the plus two. Uh, let's see, let me calculate here. Minus one for handling, minus two for glitchy, plus two for plugged in, plus two for action, so a total of plus one. Yeah, so uh, and and I plus two, two for those minus two, so a total plus three. Yep. Sorry, I have four character sheets open. No worries. I feel like I'm running this game. Yeah. <laughs> That's not, you're not supposed to have this many NPCs. Thankfully, I have one sheet with like eight different weapons on it for my generic raiders. And All I don't right, have to worry smart. about Kaladex anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Uh, yeah, that's a success. Yeah, I believe it's a seven. So yeah, you can move yeah. one square forward. But not quite a raise. Uh, nope. Not worth any yet. You're almost enough where you could technically escape this. Yeah, but I mean, I, I need to keep them chasing me, so I need to stay in the chase. Uh, everyone, if they I keep mean, they, following still after me, you can drop back you. through them. They'd still chase you, but you would get away, essentially. My intention, what I'm saying is that, like, as long as I'm on the board, I'm a clear and present target, and this is the obvious target. And what, four, I, not what I'm saying the is, four even spaces if... is not like you don't have to be four spaces ahead. If no. they're all following me and my guys drop back, they can drop four cards behind them and then split off and escape. You see what I'm saying? 
Yeah, like oh, it's easy for me to, to help them. somebody else escape. That's funny because I'm just waiting for you guys to get far enough away for me to mount to put my pistons in and destroy something. Well, you could you could do it now. You're yeah. Are they far enough away from me there? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're they're ahead of you by a good five inches, so they're not within okay. the and they're all in vehicles, so the sonic boom is not oh, going to affect right. them. Everybody's in a vehicle. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Cool. All right. So that car is done, which I believe brings us back to the top. So we are the new set of cards. Still another Joker out there. All right. Let's find our glitter girl and see. Up. Oh, you got a seven of hearts. So. No new card for you. It's cool. That just means everybody can move further away. But look who got the Joker. Yup, yup. Everybody gets a Thank Benny. God. As your good luck charm. Wait, all of us? Yeah. yeah. Whenever us, a player yeah. character. Oh, thank you. Whenever a player draws a Joker, everybody on their team gets a Benny. Not only the people that drew the Joker get the plus two. Okay. And I believe I have a token for Rock, so he has his own card now. And, yep. All right, car guy. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, uh, as an action, move forward. Okay. And that's all I'm going to do. Uh, what did you so, say? It's like plus three? Uh, let's see. It should be more than that. It should be plus five, because I had plus three before. Plus two from the Joker this time, so it should be oh, yeah. plus five. Yeah, the Joker plus five. Uh, seven plus five is a twelve. That's success and more raises than one. So, you move the maximum two cards. Yep, and I am now one, two, three, four, five cards ahead. I would. Nice. It takes an action to flee, though. Oh yeah, now that's a, I'm just saying. I'm now in flee radius, assuming they don't catch up. Yep. All right, and I believe next is the Mountaineer. Mountaineer so boys. Mag comes through on the radio when he gets pulls ahead. He's like, "Let him, let him chase after me and get ahead of you and split off. I've got a good lead." Okay. Um. So I can't affect the minds of the people driving the cars with their cannons on them. No. Uh, you can maybe get the guy on the gun, but he will have okay. cover from you because he's actually out in the open. But the actual driver, you. They're in the vehicle, so you can't target them with psionics. Okay. But the guy in the armored turret, you could potentially get. Okay. Uh, I would like to say that while this is all, all this has been happening, Rambo Charlie has still been shooting at things. Yes. To no effect. And you realize, like, <laughs> the, before Kaladix died, he must have said something over their comms because the men stopped trying to avoid its attacks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hopefully they still flinch. Alright, uh, yeah, I'll cast... Make sure I'm in range, actually. That can work. Smarts, I believe so. My range is 12 right now, so they're 5 away, right? The, the car so behind you, yes. Okay, great. So yeah, I'll cast Puppet on one of the gunners. Uh, I will... You have a wounded dune buggy and a non-wounded dune buggy. Uh, I'll take the non-wounded one. I will actually. Okay, so I'll actually spend an additional two points to get an additional recipient. Okay. Um, so it's a total of five. First of all, how many actions are you doing this round? Just one. Okay. My bad. So yeah, that's five power points. I will not short. 
Let's roll. So I'm a, yeah, I'm trying to affect both gunners. Okay. With puppet. Yes. So if I get opposed by Oops. spirit. That was the wrong. That was the wrong. I apologize. <laughs> that was the wrong. Eleven. I'll keep that. Should be a success with a raise. Don't need to do two separate ones. Uh, we need to activate the power first, which you did. And then now it is an opposed roll, looks like. Okay, so I get a plus So two. who are you targeting first? Uh, let's do the damage one. Alright, so again, you are rolling yours first. Mm -hmm. So roll your silence uh, against them. So that's a nine, I'll keep that. Okay, so I gotta beat a nine with a spirit roll. Probably not gonna happen, but... Nope, got a five. So he will be affected with a raise. Okay. And the Fantastic. second guy. I will reroll that with my power. <laughs> okay, well, die 11. Keep that. That's 13. Nice. Uh, spirit roll. Yep. So success with the raise on both. Okay, so in that case, with a success with a raise, I can make them cause harm to people they care about. So they're both going to turn their cannons at each other and fire. But they do get a free spirit roll, right? Yes. yes. Hurt themselves or those they care about, so. Yeah. But maybe they'll roll low. Plus, Jason's got to be running slow. I think he's out of table dice. Mm -hmm. I am. Yay. So your command is to attack each other? Yep. Remember, the commands have to be kind of general. Alright, yep. so on their turn, they will do so. Shoot your cool. <laughs> I mean, they might make their spirit roll at the last second as they're pointing at guns. It's like, Tom, you've known me for years. <laughs> You're married to my sister. Why? <laughs> we came up the ranks as bike boys, then we became gunners. Yeah. So this happens. Uh, Rambo Charlie uh, shouts, You have your orders, boys! Alright. Uh, what about the pilot of said vehicle? Alright, so the pilot... Uh, Drop Karis back and do some ranting. Uh, yeah. Uh, can I help? Can I have Karis assist again? Yeah. Uh, he's going okay. to be ramming, so that's what she would be assisting. He doesn't have any other rolls to make. So okay. Let's use persuasion as she eggs him on. That's in a raise. 14. Nice. Yeah. So he's going to free action, drop back to the eight of spades, and uh, try to ram that doom buggy there. All right. Boom. Got a plus two and a plus one from the handling, so a total of plus three to this roll. Yes, nice Ace Clark. That's a success at a raise. A that's a ten, but it's, it, I'm pretty sure it's an opposed roll, though, so that's a ten, though, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, right. opposed maneuvering rolls, uh, and I assume they are large. Yes, so they're the same size as you, so no, no difference there. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get to what damage. Yeah, but we're gonna see if they even hit. So, all right, they're driving roll. Got a five. Uh, so you have a ten. That's still a success of the race. Nice. Uh, so on a raise, I deal an extra d six like. damage. Uh, the base damage is three d six for a large vehicle. They also deal that much damage to me. Mm -hmm. Is you get their the toughness? Uh, it's the same as twenty. It's the same as yours. 
Okay, if they have 40 toughness. Okay, so no bonus there. Uh, top speed yep. of my vehicle is 120 miles per hour, so both of us get a plus D6. Now, here's the thing. The ram modifies the die type. Okay. Uh, so all your so, dice would change to that die type for you? Uh, well, it modifies both of our die types. My die types go up one, and their die types go down one. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he's got a base... He's got 4d6, it looks like. So I'm rolling 4d4 instead. Yeah, and we would have 4 Uh, So I got... Plus the raise, so 5d6. Uh, so let me re-roll those two fours real quick. Okay. Let me re-roll that last four real quick. Alright, so I have 11 plus 6. Uh, so I have 19, which is not going to be enough to inflict a wound. Or shake. Or... Uh, and we rolled poorly. We only got a 22. Nope, with the toughness of the armor, not quite. Yeah. And I don't think there's any additional effects for the uh, ram. Just does nope. damage. Which that ram's pretty sweet though. You can do some damage with it. Yeah, start start you, going after some smaller things. So poorly on the, uh, yeah, on the damage roll. Go after smaller, fleshier targets. All right. Uh, okay, and then Ward is going to shoot at uh, the uh, guys on the ridge. Okay. Uh, so, so it is, like I said, an extra 15 inches. Yeah, he's, he's got a range of 30 for short. So, and yeah, he's good. Hard. Then he's good. Uh, still heavy pulse, so this is uh, plus one to whatever a roll. Uh, five minus two. Right. Yeah, because on stable platform. And uh, so that's going to be a mess. You vaporize a rather large beam-shaped chunk out of that ridge. Oh, Scare them. Oh no, he didn't aim. Sorry, that only affects when he aims. Yep. All right. So if he's done, we are at our solo biker boy here in the back. But <laughs> <laughs> so has never managed to get off the square. <laughs> Poor guy. That is roll for him. Yay, he got a seven. He could move a square. Good for him. Champion. But he's not gonna try to melee attack with his rider on that thing. <laughs> Alright. Well actually he needs to make a let me undo that. The seven was just his complication roll and he was on a spade so that would have been fine now let me make his actual driving roll maybe he won't advance maybe he'll stay stuck there no he's good nope he got he did better actually you move two the king of spades is where the shit the furball is as they say <laughs> all right he's done brings us to ground-based motorbikers they are just gonna attempt to haul some ass. So once again, I'll roll them as a group, give them a wild die, so we can save on a bunch of rolling. Uh, that's a seventeen. <laughs> if only I got action cards, but I don't. And unfortunately, they don't really have the weapons to damage that glitter girl. But they will try. So in what looks like a, essentially a group of hornets. Riding past you and like just slashing with blades, 
a sea of melee swipes comes to our poor dear young woman here. They are each going to take two attacks, so they'll be at minus two. Uh, but I'm just going to give them the group thing again, so they'll just get a wild die. Uh, so a two, modified to a zero. Doesn't hit your parry, I'm sure. And then does a two hit your parry? Uh, negative casting. Negative ghost right? Yeah. So they just miss. Like you, Bob, weave what few scratches don't even touch your paint. And they are done. Which brings us to the murder bot yes. on the top of the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so up there, you can easily make it to any of these cards because you have a fly speed. So it's up to you, Rock. Well, I will say the the two motorcycle guys that are up here, the guys, or they, they are they don't have guys riding on the back, but they do have what looks to be portable disposable rocket launchers. Um, I'm most interested in just getting this character back uh, to Flynn. Okay. Can I? Uh, so I would just say it would be an action essentially shoulder him. You easily have the strength. So, okay. yep. But just an action to essentially pick him up. Now, catching up with Flint will be the hard part because he is quite far away. Alright. Well, that's what I'm so, going to do. Okay. Right. So if, if you want to spend an action to try to close the gap, it would just be um, you get a plus two for doing it as an action, but a minus two for a multi-action penalty. So this would just be a piloting roll. You could also drop back to the APC for free. To the Mountaineer. Yeah, you could do that. No, his core directive is to attack Flint. Flint. So, he, and he's following orders. So he's going to, you know, he fireman carries this guy. He puts him on the back of his shoulders and uh, stands up. Now, he doesn't do piloting. He does a, athletics for his flying. Okay, well, whatever skill that flying is tied to. And he's going to, uh, he just uh, gives the, uh, so there's two other guys up here? Yeah, on motorcycles. Right. He, he gives him a tip of his cap. <laughs> That's awfully nice of that guy. <laughs> I'll see you boys later. And uh, rockets off uh, towards Flint. <laughs> uh, so yeah, give me that athletics roll. Uh, with your wild die, that is a success, so you will move one card forward. Okay. All right, if you're done, it is our resident glitter girl. All right, so... Uh, now Anybody in that card will be subject to your sonic boom, by the way. <laughs> so, all those bikers. Sucks to be them. <laughs> this is not my fucking problem. I just needed everybody else to get the fuck out of here, so I wouldn't fuck up my actual teammates. Present stand, it's time for me to put down some roots. So I'm imagining multiple actions so you can shoot as well? Yep. Sorry, I was going back to my main character sheet so I could shoot. Yeah. So one action is going to be to drop put the pylons, the ignite the. Yeah. Are you going to also shoot? I am. Alright, uh, one action or two? I'm going to fire twice okay so you're gonna be at minus four to everything pylons doesn't require any kind of roll so laser tip you know steel things jet to the ground the jet engine on your back winds to life uh your first shot you're at minus four due to the multi-action penalty but you get a plus two for your targeting system 
They're just at a minus two. Who is the recipient of this first shot? We'll give the king card the first shot, and I will put uh, Benny. Why? Why you will hit with that four? Oh, yeah, never mind. I was thinking negative four, but it's negative two. Yep. Uh, which one are you shooting? The wounded one or the uninjured one? Uninjured? Alright, roll some damage. Oh god. Are you cool with the 44? I am. So with the AP 24, you strip all 20 points of armor off, which means you've <laughs> succeeded his toughness by 24. <laughs> I'm just so that's, blow that motherfucker up. that's four wounds. They, they are not ace pilots, so they cannot soak it. It's not going <laughs> to blow up the car in one shot. But... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the wound cap is just four, so yeah. But it will have a couple of things to do here. Um, let's go ahead and roll. Actually, let's go ahead and roll on the critical hit roll because it might not do anything. You might blast right through the armor uh, on the rubber fender it has. Uh, a nine. No, that's a crew hit. <laughs> For direct damage, subtract the vehicle's armor if appropriate. Oh, yeah, so that railgun shot goes right through the armored like front cockpit of this thing <laughs> and it just balloons outward like like just this blossom of deadly metal that looks quite beautiful uh, the person inside is gone they are vaporized whatever i like to think of them the dye for the flower make a metal flower dye it red uh, there's no blood left what you just did <laughs> And it's since there's no brushing. pilot air anymore, brushing. I think I'm going to go ahead and roll for out of control. That seems fair. <laughs> and a six is distracted. So the gunner is distracted. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Well, you have a second shot, I believe. I do. You can. Who's it going on? The one that you will definitely destroy if you hit and wound or the other one? Oh, we're going to go with the other one. Okay. Uh, that guy is also bumped. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna push him another card, you can. You can move him one card either direction. Um, I push him one card back. Back. All right. Mainly because I still want my team to be out of the way, and I plan to be able to get away with my team also. Shortly. Yep. Your team is going the opposite direction. Yeah. You have another shot. That will that miss will unless you reroll. Yep. Yep. Fuck you. That's still a miss because it's only a three on the wild die. If you have any more bennies left, you could use them. I do. That was my free benny. Fuck. Oh. Mm. Are you sticking at that? Uh, I mean, yeah, because I might need this last benny to not fall down on my ass. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, just cagoon. First of all, all the people around you are going to potentially go out of control, I think, as the sudden deafening. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give them a piloting roll to see. They're okay. But yes, like they clearly did not like that, and many of them can't hear what's going on to the guy who's literally got one of their arms around each other's waists. <laughs> one car has become a giant, like, exploded metal flower of death. The guy on top of it doesn't know what happened and why the car stalled out and isn't moving anymore. Good job. <laughs> it's 
speaking of. <laughs> yeah, pretty some spirit rolls now. Yep, it's Doombergy's turn. Alright, let's do Distracted Guy first. This could be amazing. <laughs> so distracted Guy is at minus four, I believe, because they have a penalty, correct? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Did you get a raise? Uh, yes. Yeah, regardless. I don't know if that... Well, he got a two, so it doesn't matter. Other okay. guy. <laughs> Only got a four. I think it's opposed, right? Actually, it might not be. Uh, spirit roll. It's roll, not a. That's a free action, so yeah. Unfortunate. Yep. So one guy is not going to shoot his friend. <laughs> so, the guy's like looking around dumbfounded, like, what? What happened? <laughs> it was you! Dave! Dave, what are you doing? Dave, no! <laughs> Thankfully, he is distracted, so we'll see if he... <laughs> and unfortunately, with a railgun, min is max. He has to take all three shots. <laughs> we'll say he's not on an unstable platform anymore because it's not moving. I can't, <laughs> I can't spend bennies for him, right? No. That would be so fucked up. Hey! Uh, hey. One of those is going to hit. Yay! <laughs> Well, let's see some damage here. Fortunately, that is the oh. lowest possible damage. Come on. Yeah, right? It's almost like he doesn't want to kill his friend. <laughs> I knew you couldn't do it. I knew. I knew we were like family. <laughs> that card has no Just... pilot. <laughs> this one still does. So let's see if it can actually catch up. Actually, it seems like the prize is fucking gone here. It's going to try to rescue its boss, so it's... The driver is going to choose not to drive forward. He is going to hold steady and let this guy who just almost got killed by his best friend aim at the little flying robo-man. Alright, Rock. Three shots coming at you, buddy. Luckily for oh, you, there, there is a side dif size difference, so he's at minus two. And then a minus two for the recoil, so it's minus four. Miss. Miss. Ooh. Oh, if only he was a wild card. Thank God he's hey, not. Rock, do you have dodge? Yeah. Oh. You missed right, so anyways. That's minus two. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, it wouldn't. I mean, it didn't apply on this particular case. But yeah, as around you, within a few yards, you know, you hear the distinctive whiz of railgun rounds flying by you. Well, now things are starting to get interesting. <laughs> this one is going to now try to finish off the Mountaineers. He's going to hold steady. His buddy's going to fire three times, but they're only at minus two because there's no size penalty. That's going to miss. Miss. That will be a hit. Uh -oh. But no raise. But it's also, I have to roll very well to actually damage the Mountaineer here. Here's the hope. Uh, I, do it. Yeah, I have to get like it, high 30s to potentially do it. Excellent. Tink, 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 tink. <laughs> Alright, they are donezo. Guess we got freaks on the back of these bikes. 
We need to get out of here. Huh? We should go. I, I can't hear you. We're gonna die. <laughs> They're done. Caldex is unconscious. And that brings us back to... Did I miss my... Do I not have a card for my uh, Rocket Launcher Boys? I don't think I have a card for my Rocket Launcher Boys. You don't. Then they are going to go last here. Let me throw them in. So, Rocket Launcher Boys up top. These guys are going to fire at the Mountaineer. So they get off their bikes. They just... Well, actually, they don't get off their bikes. They just kind of skid. Reach over. <laughs> Rockets away. Rocket away. So the three missiles coming at the Mountaineer. I'm just going to say that they're... Actually, they're just shooting for the area around it. No, these are dumb fire. They're going to go for the actual Mountaineer. They don't want to give you a chance to escape. So. Three different shots. Plus two for size difference. First shooting roll is a nine. That would be a hit with a raise. Let's go ahead and roll damage first of these. This missile is 86 AP 24. No, no, I Oh, you guys are all dead. <sighs> Sorry. Alright, D6. Here's the first four. And four. It looks like I got one six, so let me reroll that. So that's what nineteen, that's twenty. And that's an AP twenty-four. So I believe that is a equivalent to toughness. So that is going to be a out of control roll. If I can please get a piloting check from Clark. Okay. Nope, sir. He does not. Roll 2d6 for me, sir. That is distracted. Everybody aboard is distracted, and they will bump you back a card. Can't see <laughs> Second no, missile. That's, that's good. That's the direction that, that Clark is driving. They helped him out. Oh. <laughs> Second shooting roll. Thank, again, thank God he's not a uh, wild card, right? Uh, that is a plus two. That is a seven, though, so that is a hit. So once again, 86 damage. AP 24. These are single fire? Yeah. So there. each one of these guys only has the one shot. Okay. Yep. But I did get three sixes there, so let me reroll those. So that is 30, 41 AP 24. Yeah, so that's uh, that blows the ship up. Well, I mean, it's max wounds, four. Four wounds. Does four wounds. Well, it's a critical. Let me roll the critical hit. Maybe it'll go through and do nothing. It might. That's one thing about vehicles. They are challenging. I got a four, which is locomotion. The top speed is reduced by 10%. Oh, gosh. And the Mountaineer now has four wounds. Final missile. 
from that group. No. <laughs> no, right. That was, that was <laughs> oh, it's a hit with the plus two, so that's oh, five. That really? Fuck. Plus yep. Fuck, you're plus ten. <sighs> 8d6 again. I rolled far less. That's uh, 27. AP 24. So I believe that is a hit with a raise, right? Uh, 27 damage? Yes. Yeah, that's a hit and a raise, so the, uh, it blows the mountaineer up. Well, no, we'll, we have a, once again, there's a critical hit Justin, roll. Justin, will you critical stop, hit. man? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You're like, oh, it's cold, it's blowing up this time. Stop it. Uh, with a six, that is a chassis, suffers it with no special effects. So, yes. I mean, Jason keeps saying there's a chance it could do nothing. You have to roll a box cars. It's like a one in 36 chance. I'm not, I'm not. Uh, still a one in 36. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, ignoring that. If a vehicle is wrecked from wounds caused by an enemy attack, occupants in a land vehicle take 3d6 or 5d6 the vehicle is traveling at a high speed. I'm going to say this was because you're in the middle of a chase. So everybody inside is going to take 5d6 damage. For the sake of simplicity, it's not mega damage. So Charlie, you don't have to worry about it. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who else is in there? Is it just Clark? No. Uh, Karis. Karis and Ward. Yep. So, and Yusha, so would you like me to roll damage individually or separately? I'm Let's about see. To kill everybody. What are you rolling? 5d6? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it's 5d6, then definitely separately because most separately? likely. Uh, well. Okay. Who do you want to use first? I say it because I don't want to make Tess mad again. But I need the statistics here. Let's do Clark first. 16 damage. There's no armor piercing. What is Clark's toughness? Clark's toughness is 5, maybe? It's armor, doesn't it? Yeah, they all have armor, but it's it's weak-ass armor. Well, they don't all have armor. Uh, Let's see. Toughness is 12 for for Clark and Karras. So, 4. So, so Clark is wounded. yeah. So he's potentially going to die. Yeah, he's incapacitated. Okay. Yep. Karis? Also is Uh, Yeah, even worse. So yeah, she is... It's only a 5, so it's a 23. So she's down. Oh, that's good. Who's next? Ward or Yusha? <sighs> Go ahead. Ward. It's <laughs> torture test. Uh, there's an extra, extra d6 because of that. Uh, 18 on Ward. Ward has toughness of 10. So, down. Uh, he's out too. And Clark. Yusha finally with 5d6. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yusha is uh, down. Splattered. So, the they're not dead yet. If anybody wants to stabilize them before the end of the fight, <laughs> guy, there is a guy in the truck with the magical side of healing abilities. Yes. Yeah. That's true, because let me tell you what's not happening. I'm not leaving without that kid. Yep. So let's go ahead and stop it here. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you. I'm gonna... This is gonna happen. I'm not leaving without that kid. That was episode five of The Big Guns. A demon and a robot. Yeah, I like that name. This was a fun one to uh, play in and a fun one to edit. We, uh, we really enjoy playing the Savage World system, you know, by Pinnacle Entertainment Group, and uh, especially love the riff setting uh, from Kevin Ciambietta 
of Palladium Books. It's a it's a joy to play with friends, and uh, it, even more so to have people that are listening to us. So, thank you, everyone, for that privilege. We left our extras in quite a tight spot. By that, I mean they're all dead, and hopefully, at the beginning of next session, we'll be able to revive them. I'll feel really bad if you just did. Well, I guess we'll find out. And until then, I'll see you in the next stream. Don't have a handy wipe? Your village doesn't have a well? Try dog lick. The easiest way to get demon blood off a girl's face.